King Gates, New Orleans Savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the finest sports radio show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Fox Sports Radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What up, Wednesdays? We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, Eagles, Hall of Famers, come and go. Let's rob and get the cork school. Tell, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports school. Bring the wood. MLB. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA. We going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice. You heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles. You're an honorary captain. Download the podcast. Follow on Twitter. One of sports radios. Legendary I gotta get a tuba in here one day so I can play along. A tuba? Isn't there a tuba in that great band? Mm. I think so. Mm. What's the matter with you, Rob? Where's your musical knowledge here? Can't it, you play an air tuba like you play everything nah, else? Nah, the air tuba doesn't work like air guitar, or air violin, or air drums. Air well, you tuba. You can do an air trumpet. Yeah, that's true. I have to work on that, though. I don't do these things unrehearsed, Robin. <laughs> when I do air instruments on this show, they gotta be authentic. People have to feel that it's actually happening. It is actually happening. It's Wednesday. It's June 19th. It is What Up Wednesday, as we like to say on this show. It is Woo Wednesday, too. And we've got so much stuff. I don't believe three... Thank you, group, for checking in. I don't believe three uninterrupted hours. I don't know how regular radio shows can handle this kind of information. When they got all the commercial breaks, they're giving you, like, maximum a half an hour of content in three hours. We're giving you twice a, as much content in three hours. Yeah, I mean... We're giving getting, you 180 minutes. If you're listening anywhere else, you're getting ripped off. Exactly right. It should be... Congress should immediately investigate it. No, that's how they make money. I'm not going to rip regular radio, but there's no way they can get in what we can get in in three hours because we got so much to get in. We're going to have to shoehorn it in here today. We're going to have to stick it in one of those pizza things at Collegeville Bakery and slam it in the oven. It can't be slow and steady today. It can't be low and slow. It's going to be fast-paced. If you miss a minute, you'll probably miss too much. Okay. I'm ready. Relax now. I have I have my two computers. So far, yep. everything's working. And you know what else is working, Tony? The phone lines, baby! The phone lines! They're back in business, yo! Let me give out the phone number. 215 262 462 No. No. 462. 462. Okay, that's it. Oh, I didn't write it down. Let's try it again. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-9669. 8669. Okay, see, I'm bad with numbers. 869. I don't One, know how to spell what, out Tony what, on my phone. Would you like me to do it, Tony? Yeah, can you do it now, Robin? Because you do the phone yes, I do. job I do. better than I do. I do phone very well. <laughs> Uh, Not phone sex. We no. don't do that on this show. 
Ladies and gentlemen, here you go. Here's the Tony Bruno <laughs> phone number. Area code. I'm so excited. I don't even remember the I number. Know. 215-462-TONY. That's 215-462-8669. We got the new, revamped, updated, great, and again, AJ in San Antonio provided us with this machine to make it all happen. So we'll take some phone calls, not immediately, so don't call now and wait on hold for an hour because I got a lot to get through before we get into the into the meat of the program. Yes, and now just so that you know how it works. How does um, it work? Um so that I now can call screen if I wanted to, but because it's just the two of us, that makes it very, very difficult. Exactly. But I have a little light that goes off. So Ooh, when the a light, light, yeah, when the light can goes we show off, a picture of the box here, Robin, or is that too difficult right now with the cameras that we have in place for today's epic broadcast? Well, it's a little bit difficult right okay. now because, um, but but eventually, when I get a longer actual phone line, mm-hmm. like the, the, the cord itself, then I will be able to put it in a location where everybody can see the light go off. Exactly. It's not the length of the phone. Well, it is actually the length of the phone cord yes. that matters. <laughs> the width doesn't really matter because no. you don't really need the no, cords anymore. I have learned all sorts of things about phone lines, Tony Bruno. <laughs> Uh, there's an R, there's an R11, there's R12s, and then there's R45s. And then there's RG3 who keeps uh, trying <sighs> to get a job in the National Football League. But anyway, we're not, we're not going to break down hockey free agency right now. Please, relax. We got so much stuff. We get to ho- Nobody else covers hockey like we do, first and foremost. We don't poo-poo hockey like other shows do. Correct. But we got breaking news all over the place. First of all... The draft in the NBA is tomorrow night. The draft in the NHL is Friday night in Vancouver. The NBA draft, and as we told you yesterday on this very show, there will be action out there. Yo. That's what every guy says when he goes out on a Friday night, too. But the difference is there really is action out there in the NBA. As we reported here yesterday... The Memphis Grizzlies were going to trade Mike Conley Jr., their all-time leading scorer, to the Utah Jazz, and it has happened as of this morning on this Wednesday, June 19th. Actually, this morning was a couple of hours ago, but it happened a couple of hours ago. Who did they give up from Mike Conley Jr.? Former Duke star Grayson Allen, who was the 21st pick last year in the NBA draft. He has been shipped a lot. Now, Allen got hurt a lot. He played in the uh, G League for a bunch of his career, his first year in the NBA. He did have two starts, 38 games up in, down in Memphis. And so he's going along. Kyle Korver, who at 38 is definitely one of the all-time greatest three-point shooters in the history of NBA. And he's played for pretty much every team in the NBA. He's part of the deal, but he's in the last year of his contract. And there are reports that he's either going to retire or just go join the Lakers so he can team up with LeBron and really not take much money just to go and maybe win a championships championship in his last year in the league. And they also send Jay Crowder, who is going to be 29 in a couple of weeks and is also in the last year of his contract to power forward Jay Crowder. So And also, that, wait, there's more. The Memphis Grizzlies are sending their 23rd pick this year and a future first-round draft pick, or Utah, I should say. Future first-round draft pick for the rights to Mike Conley, who's going to Utah. And we told you yesterday that it's obvious that Memphis is going to draft Jay Crow... Uh, Jay Crow. <clears throat> we told you yesterday that they're going to make a move, and they're going to go after the Murray State guard in right. the draft tomorrow yes. night. 
Jay Morant or Ja Morant. So that's, that pretty much seals the deal that we know John Morant is going to be the second pick in the draft because they're not doing all these moves in Memphis. Now, if you're John Morant, what are you thinking? I'm going to a team that basically is rebooting once again, but that's what happens, and that's why the worst teams get the better chance of getting the top picks in the NBA draft. Right, so Trevor from the 203 says, so we got Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell on the same team. Wow. Exactly, and so if you're a Utah Jazz fan, you're looking at this, you got Mike Conley. You know, who's a veteran who's been around a long time, the all-time leading scorer in Grizzlies history. So that's a good pickup for Utah. But what's interesting to note here, and you know I don't like to play the race card. That's what people do on Twitter. But Grayson Allen and Kyle Korver, two no, white guys. Not Gracie Allen. No, leaving Utah. I thought Utah was where, it was where all the white guys went. <laughs> or where all the white guys are. <laughs> but anyway, that's the latest on the trade front. And the draft is tomorrow night, and who knows what's going to happen between them. Not Ja Rule. He has not been traded yet. He's not involved in this. Jay Crowder, Ja Morant, no Ja Rule. You got that? Now, this uh, phone number that we gave out, there is no recorded line. It will not be get charging you for picks. You won't be going to a, a what do you call, boiler room somewhere. No. Well, someone will try to strong arm you into buying my stone-cold lead pipe locks. They, they've always been free. And let me give you my assurance today, ladies and gentlemen, they will always be free because everybody wants to be free. Now, get this. We're free at last. During the show. Yes, the, this show right here? Yeah. Oh. When we are live, yep. there's no answering machine. Correct. But when the show is over... You'll get a recorded message? There's a recorded message. You now can who, leave us a message. Now, is there a voice that says, Hi, you've called. You've reached the Tony Bruno yes. Twitch TV. Did you do one of those? I did. Did I, you do a sexy voice one? No, I Does need to Does it sound like it. one of those, Call now. I'm waiting for you. You know what? I should do that. <laughs> I should do that. I did not. My bad. You didn't leave a recorded message? I left a recorded message, but I just did a quickie. No quickies on a recorded message, uh, Robin. I'm sorry, the I The recorded message is what sells. It's about sell, sell, sell. Not buy, buy, buy. That was, uh, of course, uh, one of the boy bands who did buy, buy, buy. Was that uh, Backstreet Boys or is that sync? I forget. Uh, I they all it. sound the same and they all look the same, that actually. That was sync, I think. Whatever. You don't get a free Sports Illustrated football phone when you call. I'm sorry, we're, we're fresh out of those. What do pe- who do people think we are? <laughs> you get a free phone. 1-800-LET-IT-RING. Yes. Let it ring, baby. Let it ring. That was in sync with Bye Bye Bye. That's the Swedish chef, of course. I knew there'd be some good boy band knowledge out there. I get them all confused. They're all white dudes. They all look the same. Anyway, let's get down to the business. Now, are we going to be taking funny voicemails and playing them? Okay, now, because you can record a voicemail, right? Well, they, that will just be one more job Robin will have at the end of the day for the next day because we'll be t- taking live calls, but we should also have to, you call after hours. Uh huh. Just leave a message. Leave a message. After the, is there a beep or is there a tone? Have you tried leaving a message on there, Robin? Do you know it works? I did. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, you can leave us a message. For information purposes, but I don't know if I can play them on air because it's, this machine. Anyway, it's, we'll figure it's that one out. more thing that I need to figure out, and I have not. Well, that's done not that important yet. right now. No, recorded phone messages. I never check my voicemail, so we're no, not going to. Do not. But we will so. be checking the voicemails on this one. 
We'll do it live on this show. None of this pre-recorded crap. <gasps> I do under. I know how I could do it. I just thought of a way right. I could do it. But. So we'll get to that. Meanwhile, we got baseball underway. They're finally playing baseball down in Washington D.C. after two consecutive nights, and the Phillies have already jumped out one nothing. As that Scott Kingery, is he the new? Uh, who's the guy in Baltimore that hit the uh, all the home runs, fifty home runs, only that one year when the ball was juiced and the players were juiced? One nothing fills it. Scott Kingery goes yard. Speaking of that, last night, as I mentioned, Washington and the Phillies were rained out for the second consecutive night, and so they now have another doubleheader, which is going to be scheduled in September. Today's day-night doubleheader, which is already underway, was scheduled because of the rain out on Monday night. So they'll Mm -hmm. play two games today, and then they'll play, I don't know what they're going to do the rest of the time they're there. It was supposed to be a four-game series, and obviously it's not now because a doubleheader is going to happen, so one of the missed games will be played in September when they meet again. Right. You follow me so far, Robin? I'm following you so but far. But while, the, while there was no baseball last night here in Philadelphia and in Washington and many cities around the country, the College World Series games were all rained out. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of rain everywhere. But so what happened last yesterday afternoon, thinking they might be playing a game last night, they had batting practice down in D.C., and Max Scherzer, one of the great pitchers for your Washington Nationals, decided he'd step in the cage. Robin, we got to play this tape here. Max Scherzer steps in the cage and decides, hey, let me take a little batting practice. And what do pitchers print? They're not trying to swing for the fences. When pitchers take BP, they're just trying to lay down bunts, do the things that pitchers do when they can't actually hit the baseball. So it's bunting practice. They get up there, guy throws a pitch, batting practice pitcher, Try to lay down the bump, and something went terribly, terribly wrong. So the message here is, kids, do not play baseball when it's rained that day because only bad things can happen. But let's go to the tape. It's very quick. You have to watch this. Max Scherzer steps in the cage. He's got a pair of batting glasses on for whatever reason. And then all of a sudden, something goes terribly, terribly wrong. Of Bob Henley, this one ricochets and hits him in the face. He's ah. wearing some glasses there. And it did cut Max on that nose, right eye area. Ouch. Okay, I want to watch that again because it well, happened it, so fast at the beginning. Well, yeah, it's oh, a Bob Henley. Comes straight this out. ricochets and hits him in the face. He's wearing some glasses there. And it did cut Max on that nose, right eye area. Exactly. Not Nicolas Cage. He wasn't there. Damn. He's still leaving Las Vegas. And so that just proves, kids, bonding's not that easy. You want to go out there and lay down the bunt? That is not how to lay down a bunt. You don't want the ball coming off the top of the barrel up into your nose area. In fact, he would have been better off without wearing those glasses. Do you realize that? Yeah, because, well, no. How yeah, because that? it may have hit him in the temple. It may have, the, the fact that it hit his glasses is what caused the cut. Okay. He was wearing glasses for but some reason. he didn't reason. break his nose. It cut no, his it nose. broke his nose. Oh, now, you have a broken nose. You can still breathe. I mean, it's just a bone. It's a tiny bone. Depends on... I've broken my nose before. When you break your nose, Basketball it does. he's things. still going to pitch. So that's the bottom line here. But anyway, that's what happened. So he gets banged up last night. They don't play a baseball game. I'm sure he'll get a shiner. And then, of course, the Atlanta Braves, who were the hottest team in base. The Phillies actually benefited from having the night off. Not that they can go out and check the local club scene in Washington, D.C., but the Braves were playing last night, too, and they were the hottest team in baseball and still are over the last 12 games. So what happens to the Atlanta Braves last night, Robin? They're playing the New York Mets. And the New York Mets go on to win the game against Atlanta, and they laid a beatdown. There were a lot of beatdowns last night. The Mets won the game 
10 to 2 over Atlanta, down there in Atlanta. And while you're saying, wow, how about those Mets? And Philly fans are saying, how about those Mets? The bottom line is the New York Mets are still the New York Mets because Todd Frazier reminded us in one at bat in that game. That's one of the other videos I sent you, is Robin. Is it the it's one that a, says, bruh? Yes, that oh. one. Bruh. That's, that's what we always say when we watch this. So while the Mets were playing well, Todd Frazier grabs a bat, steps up to the dish, and here's the pitch to Todd Frazier. Now the Mets are up 7 nothing at this point over the Atlanta Braves in Atlanta. So Todd Frazier's got a man on base, and he says, hey, I'm going to go after something here. I'm going to drive this ball. Let's go to the pitch. It's thrashed Julio Tehran in a way that they rarely have. His 26th career start against the Mets, and it's hard to remember one where the Mets hit him so hard. And the chase by Frazier on a curveball well out of the strike zone. Yes. <laughs> I think occasionally we'll watch Todd, and he's just looking fastball, and he's going to pull the trigger, whatever comes. Here I think comes that was one of the cases. This is the best line. Listen. I mean, that was a 50-cent curveball. <laughs> Stop by McCann. Wow. Now that pitch was way low and outside, and Todd Frazier went after it, and it was 50 cent when he threw out the first pitch. It was that far outside. Why would you even try to hit that? I don't know, because he was waiting for another pitch, but still, that pitch was way out. But Todd Frazier, he struggled this year. The Mets won the ball game. That's all that mattered. By the way, Gary Cohen, the guy you heard there doing the game on SNY in New York, that was his 2,000th game on Mets TV broadcasting. And I got to give the Atlanta Braves a little love. They did the classy thing last night. Somebody in the Braves organization set up a bottle of champagne and chocolate-covered strawberries to the Mets booth in Atlanta uh, to congratulate Gary Cohen. 2,000 baseball games on TV for Gary Cohen. Great broadcaster, great guy. Nice gesture last night. And we want to thank the Mets. Meet the Mets, beat the Mets. But every once in a while, you got to thank the Mets for beating the Braves last night. So we got afternoon action today. We had uh, the New York Yankees are on fire, and uh, Edwin Encarnacion actually hit a home run in the second game with the Yankees. And, oh, by the way, they also are starting to get some of their best players back. And I mentioned this yesterday. They're going to be dangerous. Four straight for the Yankees, two and a half up on Tampa Bay, who they beat, six and a half up on the Boston Red Sox, who last night lost an excruciating game. I don't know if anybody stayed up for this. Five hours and 45 minutes to play a baseball game Yowzes. in Minnesota last night at Target Field. 17 innings they went. I don't even think Dean stayed up for this, a Boston Red Sox apologist unlike any other. The Twins' Max Kepler ties the game with a home run in the 13th and then comes back up with a walk-off single through a five-man infield. He found a way down the line to get it in there. Bases loaded. Walk-off for the Twins' Over the Red Sox last night, deep into the night at Target Field in Minnesota. That's the longest game ever played at Target Field, certainly, and one of the longest games in Major League history. When you go five hours and 45 minutes, I don't care what you're doing. Five hours and 45 minutes of anything is not fun. I'm sorry. Maybe at an amusement park, you're at Disney. You're like, maybe if you're out on a boat. Five hours of anything, you need a relief pitcher. Or you need five-hour energy or one of those things or some sort of energy drink. So anyway, that's what happened last night in baseball. A lot of blowouts. Cleveland beat Texas 10-3. Dodgers shut out the Giants 9-0. Kershaw out there. 
How about the Oakland A's with six home runs as they lay a biblical beatdown on your Baltimore Orioles? But then again, isn't everybody laying biblical beatdowns on the Orioles this year? Six home runs, 16-2, to two, the A's beat the O's. And uh, Kansas City with a 9 nothing beatdown in Seattle. So lots of runs scored last night in baseball. But that's what's happening pretty much every day in baseball because the ball is juiced. And nobody seems to care, Robin. That's the bottom line here. Nobody seems to care. Meanwhile, we got good news in the NFL. Rod Smart, he hate me. Remember we told you the story yesterday that he was been, he's been missing? Yes. He's been missing since last week, exactly a week ago today. June 12th was the last time his friends and family had heard from him, and he's been gone. And they've been doing a search trying to find him. Luckily, Rod Smart, you may have known him as he hate me. Played for the Eagles. He played for the Carolina Panthers in the NFL. In the XFL, when he had the jersey made that said, he hate me on the back, they found him. He's safe and sound. So that's the good news. But the bad news is a lot of people are coming up with new names for Rod Smart now that he's safe. Like, they found me, or he found me, or he scared me, (laughs) or he lost and found me, or they love me. Because instead of he hate me, he loved me now because they found him. It's a lot of people cared enough to go around and making sure in South Carolina they can find out where he is. He loved me. He found me. I like that one. Yeah, he found me is good. But, you know, he had he hate me on there. He loved me should be the new one. I know he's maybe too old, but maybe, you know, the XFL starting up again. We got to get some more zany nicknames on the back of jerseys instead of their real names. I agree. I like the zany nicknames. Exactly. Meanwhile, we got all kinds of updates on Sports stories today and non-sports stories. We've got we got white folks in Colorado doing what white folks in Colorado do when they smoke too much weed and now they're eating no, magic mushrooms. No, no, it has yes. not be no weed is not doing it. I'm just trying to give you some of the. I'm trying to give them some excuses for their behavior, Robin. We well, got, that would not be one of them. Not in this particular situation. Well, how do you know they weren't on magic mushrooms? All that stuff's plentifully available now. Well, the mushrooms <clears throat> maybe, plentiful. but. <clears throat> we have an OJ update. Who thought? Who could have thunk that once OJ Simpson went back on Twitter or actually joined Twitter, that there would be controversy? That something would go terribly, terribly wrong. We have a Lenny Dykstra dumpster diving oh, update it's so today. So awesome! Great story. We've got a Shark Week starts early because Shark Week's next month on the Discovery Channel. They've been doing it for a hundred years. Shark Week right here off the New Jersey shore has already started. Yes, sir. We got more snakes on damn planes updates. I mean, we have a jam-packed day. Seriously, I don't know how we're going to get this all in. We got more on the NBA draft, more hockey news. And you know what they should have played last night, Robin? During the Phillies rainout. They should have played this week in baseball. We talked about it yesterday, but I, we'll have a little video we're going to play on what some stations were running instead of Rain Delay Theater or the same tired shows that they run during rain delays. Uh-huh. Major League Baseball did something really good. In fact, let's play it right now. Major League Baseball. What did they do last night when there was a rain delay? They did alternative programming. They got the studio guests together who are all baseball people now. These aren't just uh, contestants right. running up and saying, I'm in the showcase showdown. They don't pick people out of the audience. They brought in the Philly Fanatic no. last night. Yes, the Philly Fanatic on MLB Network, sitting down. And this was the best programming option of the night. The Philly Fanatic drawing 
and trying to stomp the panel. It was like a game show, right? It was like a game show. But my former, uh, the former uh, ESPN guy I used to work was hosting this, not Brian Kenny. Not a really great job, but still funny nonetheless, as hosting the Philly Fanatic Draws game that you may have missed last night on the MLB Network. Let's go to the tape. With the Philly Fanatic, Woo! Woo! here Woo! inside Woo! Studio 21, the teams are Ken Rosenthal and Lauren Shahadi against Mark DeRosa, Tom Verducci, and the Philly Fanatic. Now, here's how this is going to work. The Philly Fanatic is going to be your designated drawer. Okay. <laughs> just for your you team. Worried about just that. for your team. <laughs> D squared is what we're calling it, okay? And today's category, individuals associated with the National League. So the Fanatic... Just uh, sorry, with the National League East, okay. the Fanatic is already in the uh, in the batter's box, ready Start. to go. We're up. Us first. You guys are up. Let me show you what the uh, clue is or what the answer National is before I show the Fanatic. The NL East. Chase Sudley. Okay. Stop doing that. You guess Evan Longoria. I like to mind meld with the Fanatic. Okay, guys. Now, Mr. Fanatic, I just want to remind you to stay in the batter's box so that both teams can see. I'm the same way. Here we go. This is. This is actually funny, right? Probably. I'm watching. Oh no. I do love the Fanatic. Correct. Okay. We're off to a bad start. Way to be confident. Jim, tell me. Music. Here we go. See, they got great game show music right there. That's Robert Flores, by the way, who's doing that. He's the host. Huh? Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's good. You saw the answer. That's a that's a swan. Swan. Swanson. Dansby Swanson. Woo! Oh, there we go. Sixteen wow. seconds. Nicely done. Give me some. There you go. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the same hey, as you. Uh, I that's cute. Outstanding, outstanding job. Maybe a little less Pick pelvic thrusting, that. but we'll take it. Okay. All right, now we're going to have you step aside for a moment. Fanatic? Okay. Go by, go stand by, uh, My turn. by D Row and Tom. Nice high heels there. Lauren skirt. Okay. Got some action here. There we go. I love this. All right, this is the answer that Lauren will be drawing. For me, right? I that can't see past the fanatic. The fanatic's <laughs> about the He's playing defense for us. Fa Philly fanatic is not eligible to be guessing here. Okay. All right. This is just Ken guessing, and Lauren is drawing. Okay. Oh. I like where she's going uh, with this. Yeah. Once again, Mr. Matt. Woo! <laughs> 20 seconds. Did I tell you the story of when I met Mrs. Matt in the bathroom? Tell her. Tell everyone. I walked out of the bathroom at MLB Network, out of the stall, and there's Mrs. Met, does not break character. She goes. <laughs> <laughs> did she? Get uh, out of my seat. Yeah, I know where you're going. Did she Woo! give it the, uh, you know, she give it the uh, washing of the hands? Did not wash. Ooh. Wow. Hand sanitizer. Too much detail. Let's go. Okay. <sighs> Mr. Do you want to continue playing this? No, that's you're good. That, that's just a. See, that's what they should be doing during rain delays, right? I totally agree. I don't know why I keep calling Tom's like, Mr. Verducci? How about that? I agree that that's what they should be doing. That was hilarious. That was well done. Those are all the MLB networks. That's the great Robert Flores, who used to work with me up at ESPN and ESPN News. Houston's own. Houston's own Robert Flores. Roflo, which is a great name on Twitter. You can follow him at Roflo.
Don't follow OJ, uh, real OJ, 032. No. That could be deadly. But anyway, that was a little fun last night on baseball. But that was like the spelling bee. No, I was actually like, uh, what's the uh, uh, charades? Sh- no, no, no. There's another. There, there's a pictionary. 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 Where you draw a picture and you got to get the contestants to guess what the actual. And this was all baseball. I'm good at like, pictionary. I'm good at it too. Especially animal ones. I can draw animals really well. Meanwhile, your problem is is you can't draw them fast enough. You get flustered. Yeah, I do because that's pressure. I don't need that kind of yeah. pressure, Robin. I got enough pressure trying to pull this show together every single day you, along with you. You're aiming for perfection. Yes, I am. I want to remind people, speaking of aiming for perfection. Yes. We need to share, share, share this show if you haven't done it yet. doesn't matter if you've done it in previous days. Do it every day. Do it multiple times per day. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps spread the word. Spread the Bruno Nation live to far and wide. And if you are listening on Facebook, YouTube, or Periscope... You are not going to be able to see the entire show. Uh, we will continue, but without you, shortly. So make the switch to Twitch if you are watching on one of those three locations because um, we are only giving you the tip for just a second. Exactly. We're giving you a taste just to wet your palate, and we want you. We do desperately want you, but we want you on Twitch because Twitch is the one application that does everything for us. They are fantastic. They're the ones that brought Tony on board. They are the reason why you are getting Tony five days a week. Exactly right. Without them, he would not be doing this. And it's not even NPR. And this isn't even like you're only going to get it for one week, and we're going to send you the complimentary DVD and the VCR version, and we'll send you a new VCR machine just fresh off the press or beta. It will be available in Betamax. And DVD. Well, we're avail- we are available everywhere after. But if you want it live, Twitch is where you want to be at. And you can download the app on your desktop. Desktop, You mm-hmm. can download it on a mobile app on all platforms. And when you download the mobile app, which you should do no matter what, even if you normally watch it on desktop, mm-hmm. you'll get your notifications when you follow the show automatically. All of that is free. Then, if you subscribe, you will have access to all of the archive shows and all the additional items and accoutrement once those get put in place. Exactly. And they support the show because uh, unlike a regular radio show that where the people get paid, you are paying us by your subscriptions, donations, mm-hmm. bits that you give us, all that fun stuff. So we thank you, thank you, thank you. And here's the question, and a good question already from AJ in San Antonio, one of the many AJs who listen to the show. If I buy Tony Bruno for five days a week, do I get an additional one day free? You get 24 hours of content. Yes. Absolutely thrown in with your subscription. And And if you act now. (laughs) When we go on, like, if we do a surprise show um, on unscheduled, not normally scheduled timing. Yes. You will get get notified. And you get that bonus for free. Bonus cantos, as we used to say when we were watching soccer. It's raining again. It's rain. Oh, it's raining hard too. Yes. Well, it was raining hard in Frisco. I just needed one more fare to make my night. I hope that this does not affect our in-studio guest again today. Because I watched the show last night. I know. It was so exciting. I watched Ink Master last night. Boy, what happened to Dave Navarro, man? That guy. You talk about a guy who's metamorphosized over the last couple of years. I didn't even recognize him. I don't. I don't like the shaved hair on the side. I like. He still it looks like Dave Navarro, yeah. but he had the one side completely shaved, and the tats are cool. It's not my. It's not my style, but um, 
We are in studio guest Fawn, who he had a family emergency yesterday, couldn't make it. I'm hoping that and he won last night too. Yes, so he won the The best tattoo of the night. night, Even though he was unable to finish it completely, um, it looks amazing. um, And hopefully, he will be in studio today. Beautiful. uh, Shortly. So, meanwhile, I got the baseball game on now. So they're in the top of the second, and the Phillies have two men on. Uh, one man on with one out, one one tie, countless. You can't even count the fans at Nationals Park today for Game One of this day night doubleheader. I'm not making this up. There cannot be more than a hundred people in the entire ballpark. Wow, it is a sparse crowd. They almost turned the double play, but they didn't. So they got one out there, and the Phillies are batting top of the second, one one, before dozens and dozens of people. I want to be kind. And rewind. Dozens of people down at Nationals Park. They should have just let people in for free off the streets. Yeah. They should have taken all the members of Congress who aren't doing anything, had them come in for free. They could have, like, have investigations going on in the stands, which no one would pay attention to on C-SPAN anyway. So just bring in all the people off the street. Get all the homeless people. Bring them in there. It's not raining today. It's raining here in Philly, but it is not raining at this Yet. hour at Nationals Park down in our nation's capital. Maybe they could have a big protest rally in there or something. I'm not making this up, Robin. There's nobody in that ball. When no, I say I'm nobody, there's some people. It. It's nothing. I mean, they're literally, and most of them are Phillies fans. That drove down for the day? Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about they live fool's there, I gold. I mean, seriously. Damn right they don't. Ain't nobody got time for this. I already said that. Bob from Valley Forge. <laughs> wow, it's dresses your favorite seat today at the ballpark. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Countless dozens. No lines for beer, though. That's a good thing. Yes. And no lines or at the bathrooms. concessions. Exactly. Now, that's an even bigger thing <laughs> for some people. When they have to go, they have to go. Tony, have you ever had to go so bad that you, you peed in the sink? Oh, absolutely. We used yeah. to do at Veteran Stadium ah. back in the day, back in the day in the upper levels. When you went to the bathroom, there weren't enough urinals. So guys would stand at the, at the sinks and pee in the sinks. Why, they didn't well, pee on the floor, at least. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a good thing. But then when you have to go wash your hands, did you just not wash Who your hands? Who the hell washed their hands yeah. back in the 70s? Nobody washed their hands in the 70s. We didn't worry about all these diseases or people not getting their shots. We didn't worry about Ebola and, and measles and typhus and all of these other things coming in now. By the way, Tony, and everybody listening. Yes, <laughs> Because we, Tony and I both have ADD, even though I'm on medication. Uh, do not forget to tell me to get your drink out of the freezer that's I need my off. protein drink. Because otherwise it's going to explode. They, had tra- they should have made troughs, and that's what they should do now. Yes. They're starting to do that in, in, I agree. in stadiums. For men, it makes so much more sense. Yeah, because then you don't have to build all those urinals. You have one long trough. Yes. And then you stand there, and you can, you know, then you can go shoulder to shoulder, elbow to elbow, asshole to asshole. But how high does the truck? Because you don't want it all the way at the bottom because then it's splashing. No, all over it's got to be on the bottom. Well, no, because then it splashes all over your feet. No, you, you don't. don't you don't that. care about that. It's not going to yeah, wash you your do. sneakers what later. What if you're wearing sandals or something? Ew. You don't want somebody else's pee. Even your no, own. No, you hit the back enough. of the wall. You're not peeing straight down into the trough. You hit the wall. It still you're, splashes. You're, no, it doesn't. It depends on how strong the stream is. And don't cross the streams, by the way, if you're piss, pissing in a trough. Do not cross the streams. And do not do the quick peek over to the band next to you. It, it, it can't be just flat. It needs to have some kind of a trough 
thing so no, that when it goes, it's it doesn't a gigantic back up. porcelain trough that goes all the way across yes. the entire length of the wall. And it should be about two to three feet, no, two feet, maybe two feet off the ground. No, it can't be that far off the ground. It, it has more likelihood of hitting you if it's, if it's off the ground than it does if it's on the ground. No, because if it's on the bottom, then it has a longer way to go down, build up speed, and splash back up again. <laughs> and Don't it's good you know for the anything skin. about trajectory? No, listen, remember, there used to be Moises Alou and Jorge Posada used to pee on their hands before their games to Ew. toughen it up. No, they yes, did they not. Did. Yes, oh, they did. Disgusting. And as I've proven to you, Robin, taking you to many old school bars here in Philadelphia and tap rooms, as we used to call them. <laughs> Bars in Philadelphia TVV. used to have a trough and still do underneath the yes, bar. Yes, I know. But you could at least lift your he- your legs up while you were sitting on a stool. No, you're not. It's hard to do. Um, Stevie V, don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, let's bring the trough back. Bring them now, back. For women... They need to develop a female-type urinal, and I already know the because design. Because these toilets take up too much room. Let's be honest. Well, no, Nobody going to a sporting event or a concert is going into any bathroom to do number two. Because you, you don't want to go in there. Because you go in there in a big place yeah. where there's a lot of people. You're sitting on a seat, whether you're a man or a woman. So that's a no-no right yes. away. You never go number two at a major event. But they need to have one or two just in case, especially for handicapped. No, exactly. I yeah. understand that. And they should be locked and only handicapped people should go in like there. But they need to have like a female urinal. And this is what I envision for a female urinal because 90% <laughs> of the women, they don't even sit down anyway. So they're splashing all over the place because they're trying to aim and they have the seat down and it's disgusting. So what they need is they need to have like a little, it, it looks like a, it looks kind of like a, um, a bidet, the old-fashioned yes. bidet, except narrower and longer so that women can just straddle it and now, hunker Now, I've over. seen many women hunkering down in the woods. You know, everybody says, oh, women, when they guys get us out of their car and they go behind a tree and they pee around the golf course, obviously it's a little harder. But women can drop trowel. Oh, I know. And urinate just as easily as saying. men for the most so, part. But, but they, can't, they can't aim like a man can. So they need to have a, a, a urinal that you just straddle. Straddle a urinal. There's straddle a lot of things it. you can straddle at the, at the old, old ball yard. Briny Baird said, try peeing on your hands, Robin. You're in for a treat. Oh! hi Thanks, but no thanks. I have other ways of making sure that my hands are presentable. <laughs> my ex-girlfriend sat and peed at a urinal at the Eagles-Bengals game in 2016, she was drunk as a skunk that day. Oh, so and for gross. that, we thank her. Let me give her a roaring round of applause. Uh, how many years later? Three years later? Can I just say, any woman all over the world, we have all done this where you're like, you have to pee really, 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 really bad. And you were not, you, you were not under the impression that you had to hover at all public urinals, so you thought maybe you could sit down and you've sat in somebody else's pee. It's disgusting, <laughs> Bob ladies. Park, I'm trying to drink lemonade here. Will you guys stop this? <laughs> <laughs> but here's a great, here's the best idea. And this is what this is all about. This is brainstorming. We have all the collective minds of all the great Tony Bruno Show listeners every day. And we all work as a team. Each mind coming together as one eventually. Like yes. mega mind. Here's the best idea ever. You look kind of like men. men Thank you, Robin. Just convert all seats in the stadium to a toilet. Not all seats. You know how you used to have the smoking sections and then you would have the special handicap sections? 
How about the? And you used to have the urinals make, in the in yes. the bars. Now you just put. Oh, that's so brilliant. So not in the not the entire stadium. You make an entire you can, section. You can be a P section. Yeah, this entire section where when you're sitting on the seat, it actually is, and it doesn't go down. You have to walk in, so you have to allow a little more room. And then you can sit down and urinate without anybody knowing it while you're watching the ball game. Because, so as you're drinking your beer, you can be... you have to be, drop trow, though. No, you have... A, you, you, I come up with a pair of pants that goes along with that section. So you have to sell the complimentary matching <laughs> urine pants that you would have to Why do. Why don't you just put on the strap-on thing with, like, with like I usually do that do. after the games when we come back. No, home. like how bikers or long-haul truckers <laughs> used to do. They would just strap this thing onto their leg with a... I, I forget what they're called. Any truckers out there listening? But they would strap it on, and then they would, like, there was, like, a, a, a thing that went over the penis... So that they could just pee into a little trough that was not like a little bottle that was strapped onto their leg. Here's another better, better suggestion. How about just having Chelsea Handler come to the ballpark and have a pee on Chelsea night? You talk about bringing all the boys out to the yard. You don't need any milkshakes to bring the boys out to that yard. No, but anyway, don't. enough about pee. Yeah, let's move How on. How about that Philly's catheter night? Hey, it's catheter night at the ballpark. Now, come on. Let's get serious now. I have just received news from Fawn. He is on his way. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <clears throat> I'm is he bringing his machines? He's going to win. He is going to win. I totally I'm, agree. He is the best tattoo artist on this show. Bar none. I'm not saying it because I'm, I'm greasing him because he's coming on the show. This guy's legit and a Philly homeboy on top of that. Yes. It's going to be awesome, he's, man. I, I Watching... His work, seeing some of the photographs of his work, and I, looking at the side-by-side, side, I mean, it's one thing for somebody to come up with their own concept. It is another thing entirely for somebody to bring you a photograph yep. and then say, okay, I want this on wherever, and have it look side-by-side side completely realistic. It's amazing. <laughs> Bob from Valley Fortress, there's a commercial on TV where a little boy's peeing in the toilet. His mom calls him, he turns around, but he doesn't. Yes. Pinch it off, and he pees all over the floor. Yes, it's uh, obviously for it's, some floor some cleaner, floor thing, cleaner yeah. thing. Yeah, the best one is the Cure Auto Insurance one, though. We talk about creepy ads. There's an entire wall of urinals. Yeah, <clears throat> and one about... guy goes there and goes to the urinal, and he stands there, and a guy comes in, and now there's nobody else in the entire bathroom, and what does that one guy do? He goes immediately up to the next stall, and then does the look over. It's a Cure Auto Insurance commercial. Did you find her, Robin? She's going to find it right now. You want to talk about wheat. You want to talk about creepy. How do you sell car insurance by doing an ad with a man peeing and then another guy going in next to him at a urinal and then doing the quick look over? Uh, is there anything more? Is there anything creepier that. than that, Robin? Now, of course, you could take the Wizenator with you too. But see, the Wizenator is not for you That's to pee the- in. No, that's not. That's when you have somebody oh, else's yes. pee. No, there's something clean. like a Wizenator, though, that allows you to. I, I know that the truck drivers and uh, motorcyclists used to use it so that they didn't have to stop. Um, I don't know what it's called, though. Maybe somebody said it. I did you find the commercial? So we're going to play I this have, before we get back yes. to the business. So let me full screen. We have it? Yes, I do. All right, here it is. Here's the cure. We're giving him a free commercial, but it's creepy enough that it warrants national attention. So creepy. I actually like this commercial. <clears throat> and why Now, whenever I go into a bathroom and I'm afraid to walk up to a, an empty stall with other guys around me, here it goes. Listen to this. You can even hear the guy yes. peeing. 
It's got strong stream, too. <laughs> it makes me laugh so bad. And he's even wearing an eagle shirt. Yes. Well, how fitting. He's wearing a Nick Foles shirt. And the guy gives him a thumbs up. Sometimes it's hard to keep. Sometimes it's hard to keep your eye on the road. Is the message to the story. Sometimes it's a hard. You know what they say. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. a piss. Not shit. All right, that was Jim McMahon number nine. That was not the Nick Foles. That was old school Jim McMahon. I wonder if he was wearing. He was barefoot in that urinal while he was because the guy peeing with the McMahon jersey on. He's not the creepy dude. He's the guy that walks in there first yes. and starts really putting out a strong stream. And then some dude in a red shirt comes, sits, stands right next to him, glances over. And does not use a urinal farther away. No, he's right next to him. All the empty And ones. then he looks down and then he nods and then he gives him the thumbs up. Yeah. Gives him one of those. Creepy, creepy. creepy. <laughs> That's just not right. Um, Briny Baird has a That's fun Pat fact. and Indy, by the way, as you well has, know. Has a fun little fact. Says that the first toilet sighting on TV was on Leave it to Beaver. Well, the Beaver was uh, being, uh, you know, uh, Ward was being a little hard on the Beaver last night, Robin. Did they actually show the, 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 the toilet itself or just I don't that, know. that somebody was going <laughs> into the bathroom? I remember back in the day you couldn't only, like the, the married people had yeah, to sleep in separate Two single separate beds. beds. They but couldn't you, show people in one bed. But there were a lot of people that actually did that. Well, because, Ozzie and Harriet did it. No, no, no. But like in real life, they didn't even, they, they sold married matching beds, two singles, two. I, I, for, listen, for I've been around a lot couples. longer than you, Robin. I don't ever remember husbands and wives sleeping in separate beds in the same bedroom. I, it, it's crazy to me, too. But Ridiculous, They man. did. That's not John Gruden next to the Nick Foles guy. Uh, fan gesture says the way my wife snores, I'd want my own bed too. Exactly. Well, that's not going to stop it. If your bed's right next to it, there's just a there's just a nightstand well, separating are, the two beds. There are couples that sleep in separate bedrooms and just come together for a little bump, bumpy bump in a single bed. No, 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 not necessarily. I mean, you maybe can't they do have, anything in a single bed. No, no, no. So they have two queen beds or two king beds, but they sleep in separate beds. But nobody's going to have matching king beds. Normally, when you see the old school single beds. There yes. were single beds, like the Correct. one I slept in down the street here where I grew up. I slept in a single bed the first 21 years of my life. <clears throat> I remember going to, to people's houses where the parents had two separate beds. Wow. Singles, side by side. Did they hate one another? I, I, I Was it wonder. like right after they got married Seemed or was this like after 30 years of marriage? When most Seemed people weird. don't sleep with one another anymore. Mike and Carol Brady, <laughs> apparently, at the beginning of the show. Well, of course, that's, that's the era I'm talking about, 60s and 70s. Well, and then, if you, were, and if you were in the bedroom... Wait, Lenny Dykstra's down in Washington at the ball game. No! Lenny Dykstra's just retrieved a foul ball. He had to go over two sections to get it. But that's the advantage of being in an empty ballpark. Plenty of foul balls for all the fans in attendance today. Guy wearing a Lenny Dykstra Phillies jersey in the ball yard today. Can we can we quickly do the Lenny Dykstra story? Yeah, we got to do this because this is, is unbelievable. So funny. It's now all over the place in New Jersey. Well, first we have to tell the the preface is that this happened to Tony Bruno. Yes. Just two weeks ago or three weeks ago. So this hits home when he tells you this story. It is absolutely hysterical. I must uh, have to give credit where credit is due. NJ.com, the fine organization, NewJersey.com. A lot of good writers up there. So they posted this story. Ex-MLB star Lenny Dykstra 
says he searched a dumpster in a Linden, New Jersey shopping plaza for nine hours over the weekend after his dentures were mistakenly thrown away. In the long, this is from Anthony Atrino of New Jersey Advanced Media for NJ.com. In a long list of bizarre Lenny Dykstra stories, and there are many of them, and everybody's read them and knows them, anybody who's followed Lenny Dykstra from the Mets to the Phillies, he spent nine hours dumpster diving behind a Jersey Mike sub store. And it's probably, as Anthony Atrino, Tony Atrino says, it's about not even make the top ten of Lenny Dykstra crazy stuff. So the former star says... The bread is so hard on those subs, quote, I took my teeth out and put them in a napkin, folded it up, and forgot that I left them there. Dykstra left the restaurant, which is about two miles from his home, and later realized he'd forgotten his teeth in a napkin, which is exactly what I did here in the house a couple of weeks ago. Yep. So Dykstra says, quote, when I went back, the workers said they threw all the napkins from the tables in the garbage. Dykstra says, I told them there was no effing way I was leaving without my effing teeth. And you know that's what he said. The dentures are specially made with bone marrow and valued at $80,000. Holy crap. Mine are only like 800 bucks, but I don't have full why, dentures. Why, if, you, if you're going to spend that much money, why not do implants? Good God. For the next nine hours, Dykstra said he and a friend, a tag team wrestler who goes by the name of Sprinkles the Clown... <laughs> Dug through the dumpster behind Jersey Mike's. Shortly after 11 p.m., the friend who is Sprinkles the Clown, who's also a guy who's an Uber driver. You know, he's just a regular guy, but yeah, he's, yeah, a, yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's one of those uh, tag team wrestlers who has a mask and he goes as Sprinkles the Clown. A lot of people have seen him on uh, some of the, uh, and not you, the WWE, I, but some I, of the other lesser I shows. I posted photos uh, of said diapers. Uh, diapers. Sprinkles, Di- Robin. Sprinkles. No, of said Dumpster Dumpsters. diver, Sprinkles the Clown. Uh-huh. So anyway, so Sprinkles the Clown at 11 o'clock, June 15th, which I believe was, uh, was that Sunday night or Monday night? Uh, um, that was uh, Friday night. So Sprinkles the Clown tweets out at 11.07 p.m. to a guy named Shalom Shuli. You want to come and help me and Lenny Dystra look for his dentures tonight? Or does anyone? This is a serious question. They should have called the Wonder Pets. So Dykstra and his friend... They should have called us. We have experience. They ain't driving all the way up to Linden, New Jersey. And, and, you know, Lenny Lenny follows me. I follow him. We should probably get him on the show. Yes. So the serious question was responded. Guess what happens, Robin? What happened? The guy shows up, sprinkles the crown. Clown. Clown. I'm thinking of crowns. I'm thinking of dentures. I thought the cops were going to arrest me for trespassing, Lenny said. He found his teeth early Sunday morning, Father's Day, after nine hours with Damn. Sprinkles and his friend. I wasn't my leaving my teeth there in the dumpster. No way I was leaving them. Now, in his bio- autobiography, House of Nails, uh-huh. a memoir of life on the edge, Dykstra wrote that he lost his real teeth after jail guards in Los Angeles beat him in his cell and then again in a hospital. Oh, damn. The damage was so severe that his remaining teeth had to be pulled out. Which I, okay, I get that, but why not do implants? Well, Robin, don't, don't ask me. Ask Lenny. So, Karn, we Kearney... We need to get him on and ask Kearney, him New Jersey-based perfect pawn owner, Dan Rices, who is Dexter's clo- De- uh, Lenny's close friend in New Jersey, said he arranged for a dentist and a baseball fan in Minnesota to make Dykstra's dentures 
free of charge about a year ah. ago. So nobody's going to do free okay. implants, so Robin, okay? So he didn't pay No, the so the guy was a friend oh, okay, of a friend okay. in Minnesota said he would make him dentures free of charge. And when he loses these teeth for good, I'll arrange him to get more dentures, Risa says. I love the guy, but he's Lenny Dykstra. He's from another planet. That's the kind of love you get when you're a Lenny Dykstra fan. I guess they made it with bone marrow. Who makes dentures with bone I don't marrow? Know. I don't understand how that works. Eighty thousand dollars. Damn. Now you have yours that are temporary until you can get your implants. Right, because I have like five teeth missing on one side. Yeah, and they had to have them removed. If there's any dental surgeons out there yes. that want to give, Tony I would like a, good a free. I don't want it. I'll go forty thousand. Do I hear a forty thousand dollar free implants? Because I don't want to get dentures. You know, it's like hockey players. It's like a lot of athletes that lose teeth. You know, they have these little plates that they put in. You know, full dentures. Nobody does that anymore because you see all these ads for these implants. I know. So people who used to have dentures, and it's easier when you already are missing all your teeth. Yeah. And instead of buying new dentures, which is just a full plate that you glue in there, they now put implants into your gums, and those posts remain, and then they make the dental implants that go over them. And they're permanent, so you don't have to take them out at night and stick them in a jar. And right, and for you, they're trying to figure out whether you need to have a bone. The bone, uh, uh, no, because graft. I don't have enough bone right. material in there, so they have to do a, a sinus lift. They sinus, call it. Oh, sinus lift, and that's another part of the whole story. Yeah. No, it's a Dykstra Denture Dumpster Update. Now, Fanjecture has a, a true story. I lost my wedding ring at a friend's shore house in Cape May. I dug through all of the nasty trash from the entire week. No luck. Three months later, at the end of the season, the house cleaning crew found it behind a dresser. Not a great three months. But at least a happy ending. Yes. At least you didn't get divorced. No. I mean, say, say if you got divorced in those three months. Would you go back to the dumpster to look for your wedding ring? Or when, when they finally found it. Now, you and... So my truth story is this. So I have the plate. I take it out at night. You know, I wash it, and then I brush my teeth, and then I eat with it because it's not good to have no teeth on one side of your mouth. It's bad for you. Right, and you're supposed to eat with it. Exactly. This is a process that I trust. So I'm waiting. So I had to wait. I had to have a couple of teeth extracted because I had a crown there. One of the teeth had to be pulled because the crown was broken. So that's three teeth right there. They had to pull them all out, four of them. How many? And then what happens? You have to wait for it to heal. And sometimes they say six months. And then sometimes they say... Uh, sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. So now I'm, I'm ready. I've come close to having the implants. But implants are expensive and they're not covered. Not, none of this dental stuff is covered. Why even have dental insurance if it doesn't cover everything? And by the way, this is not cosmetic. Teeth are not cosmetic. Teeth are necessary. So the, the insurance companies get around this bullshit with the whole... Well, that's cosmetic surgery, sir. We don't want to cover that. Nice stretch at first base by that Reese Hoskins. And they get him by a whole stride. And it's still a 1-1 ball game down at Natinals Park, where I think three or four more people have shown up as we are going deeper into the ball game. It's part of the day-night doubleheader. Now they're looking at it on replay. The replay review will stand. He is out. Unless they called him safe. But he was called out. It will stand. I don't even know why they're looking at this replay. I'm watching it on a monitor. He's out. It's sweaty down there. It's humid. The umpires are wiping their heads with towels. It's ridiculous. They're in the bottom of the third. Natinals Park. Let's bring him up. Ring the mother effer up. It's that simple. It's just that simple. Did they not call him out at first? Did they not confirm it? 
Wait a minute. They overturned the call and called him safe? Was he off the bag? Reese Hoskins must have been off the bag, I guess, because he clearly beat the, the throw, clearly beat the runner. So he must have been stretching so far that you didn't see the foot come off the bag. So no out. There's a, no, they called him out. Okay. Now they t- must have called him safe. Okay. They called him safe. They looked at the play. He was definitely out when I saw it, and they overturned the call at first base, which was the wrong call, which was safe. And he was out by a complete stride. So another dumb job by an umpire who should have seen that. Ray Charles would have made that call if he were still alive today. Stevie Wonder could have made that call at first base. And they had to replay it to get, make sure that they got it right. Thank God for replay. So anyway, so I take my teeth out after dinner one night. And because I didn't have my little box that I put the teeth in. It's a little blue box. Yeah. And people always say, oh, what's in the box? What's in the blue box, Tony? That's where my uh, plate goes in. Fgo Mike says, had to look for my retainer in a dumpster when I was a kid. I think everybody that has something that needs to be removed from their body uh, well, has depends. a story. I, like I save some of the teeth that I have pulled. I make a chain out of them now. No, 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 but like retainers, uh, yeah, exactly. dentures, glasses, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it might be. Do people save their braces? No. They, they, they don't just, save their braces. Well, they can't really be saved. They're... They, they're icky when they come on. Pan says, teeth are overrated. I can't wait to drink all my meals. Not many of our listeners do, actually, even with teeth. Speaking of listeners, yes. can I just say how fantastic our listeners are? Um, <laughs> we, we receive, occasionally, we receive correspondence outside of uh, the Twitch chat room. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got, we have been getting such amazing, amazing letters from people who... Um, I got one yesterday from a gentleman named Stephen, who is... I think uh, he's down in Louisville, right? Stephen Williams, who is talking about how he was going through... He's, he started listening to you and I together when we were on the In and Night show, but he and now... And we listens- broke up, and it was ugly, but then we got back together again, and the <laughs> yes. band's back together again. The band's back together. But he first started listening to you in 2010, and then to both of us when I was on Into the Night as well, and then... Um, he has gone through all sorts of hardships in his life, and listening to the variations of Tony Bruno throughout the years really helped him through because of your comedy and making him laugh. And this is something that we are hearing from a lot of different people. Um, I got another, it's, uh, I think you got something on, you were showing it to me earlier on Instagram, um, I want to give this gentleman due because it is an amazing story. He grew up in a cult. I'm not going to give out his name because of that. Um, but uh, he grew up in a cult. And he, the only thing that, because they weren't allowed to have any kind, it was kind of like Mennonites and Amish. They weren't allowed to have any kind of like uh, electrical stuff. Mm-hmm. But somehow or another, he got a hold of a little radio. Because yeah, transistor radios are not considered electrical stuff. And he would sneak listening to you specifically over the years. And when he finally was able to get out of the cult, he, uh, he still listens to us. It's, I mean, it's such an amazing story. And we thank everybody that reaches out to us like that for whatever reason and gives us uh, how we've affected your life. Thank you so much. And we are glad, as Stephen Williams said, we are glad that you are part of the Bruno Familia um, it means a lot because we listen. We think of our listeners as part of the family, just like you out there think of us as part of the family. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. 
And Scrapple Joe and joins just, the fray. Yes. <clears throat> and and last but not least, I I hope that everybody. I hope it comes across that. Wait a minute. We have breaking news right now on the high speed stream chat. One of our female listeners and viewers, uh-huh. the great Brenda Marie up there in Reading. We were near Reading over the weekend. We were driving up there to the Amish country. Yes. And I remember the first time She's we drove out? up. She says, I'm locked out. I'm senile and I left my keys inside. You don't have to be senile to leave your keys no, inside. No, you don't. <laughs> Swedish Chef says he's been listening to me since 1990. <laughs> exactly. I know people have been listening to me since 1970. Many of them are in uh, facilities right now and in assisted living communities. And some of them are uh, bedridden. But I thank them for their support. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, and, and so anyway, I ho- what I was saying is I hope it comes across that it's really important for Tony. He's been like this all the time, and I've certainly adhered to this over the years as well, to be like regular folk. We don't put on airs. We don't think we're more special, smarter, better than anybody else out there. And we just love the fact that we can come into your lives and make you laugh, hopefully, and give you information and educate y'all. Exactly. You don't have to be senile to lose anything. People lose their keys all the time. They leave their wallets behind at home, and they go out, and they lock the door. And, and just between you and, and they me? And I lock my teeth. So finish my teeth oh, story. Okay. So having a meal, and it was, it, was, it was ribs, actually. And so they're sticky, you know? It was all... It wasn't ribs. What was it? It was something that was sticky. It was a stromboli. Oh, that is a cheesy stromboli. See, Tony can't remember stories. Well, I don't remember the exact meal, but I knew <laughs> if my hands were sticky... So I wash my hands and I take my... It was my, a night that I did my toe and I... I that's I right. When you were piercing my, your toe, I, I go into toe. the kitchen because I have to clean up everything because that's my job in here uh-huh. to clean up and not leave 16 dishes in the sink, which I hate more than anything. We have a dishwasher now and dishes are always in the sink. And I'm going to blame Robin here. Not my style to rip. But she leaves stuff in the sink. She's like in a college dorm. You ever go into a college dorm and kids, they don't give a crap. Even when they have a dishwasher, they just all put, and they don't even put like water in the coffee cup. You're, so they finish coffee, Tony, you're and there's a little bit at the bottom, track. and then they put water. They don't even put water in it. So then when you put that coffee cup in the dishwasher, it doesn't become clean because the coffee in the bottom of it, which is now calcified, doesn't get clean. Put water in it at least if you're going to leave it in the sink. I'm not just yelling at Robin. I'm yelling at everybody else who does the same shit. If you're going to leave crap in the sink, just put water in it. If you have a knife that you just put uh, stuffed butter on your bread, rinse it off a little bit. That's all I'm asking. So anyway, I'm cleaning up, and the Stromboli came in a big piece of aluminum foil. Because we picked it up at the local Stromboli place. Joe Stromboli's down the street. So I love to order the Stromboli from this local it place. Was, no, it's from Ridge. It was up on Ridge. It was the place up on Ridge, the one that has the picture of you in the... Oh, that's right. That was uh, uh, Delisandro, not Delisandro, Marciano's. Marciano's. So they make the bread. So they make the pepperoni bread and cheese. They make the spinach and cheese. They make the great breads up there. They have, they have two pictures of me on their wall. They don't just have one picture of me on their wall. <laughs> I've been going there since the 80s. And they have one with hair and one without. Exactly. <laughs> so the young lady is working in there, and I said, oh, look, do you know... And this, this girl was a teenager just working in there, and I, she had no clue. So I did the, by the way, do you realize that there's two pictures of me on the wall right she behind you? She Tony, and she's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Just order your crap and get out of here. Yeah, it's, it's 975. Get the hell out of here. Get out, you stupid old man. So anyway, 
We pick up those Stromboli, we put them in the refrigerator because they, they, you know, they, they warm up well. So I stick it in the oven, and we have the Stromboli. And then it's still on the sink, so the, the aluminum foil, a little piece is left. I go and eat the last piece because I hate putting a little piece back in the refrigerator. And so I take my teeth out and rinse them off and then put them in a napkin on the sink because I didn't have my little blue box there. So the napkin's on the sink. I go back in to help Robin tape her. I didn't even want to help. She's, she's taping her toenail being drained. She's <laughs> drilling into her toenail that she dropped something on. And then I'm, and I'm, now I, I'm all, not flustered. I'm like, Robin, you really have to tape your, your draining your damn toenail of all the juices in there? Yes. I was, uh, it was an educational DIY So video. anyway, so I, now I go back into the kit. I grab all of the bloody pus-filled uh, accoutrement from her. It's like a hospital ward You're in the living room. telling the story. So now I get a plate, and I don't want to, I have to put gloves on. So I had to put surgical gloves on, because I don't know what's, what Robin, what's, what's inside Robin's uh, feet and her toenails. <laughs> Who knows what kind of fungus is among us? What kind of fungus we have among us? So I go and get the gloves, I get a little trank, and I get, take all the, the bandages and the syringes and the screwdrivers and the drill bits and all of the other assess- accessories and the gallons of, of, of alcohol and witch hazel and all of these other ointments and suppositories that she had laying <laughs> AJ around. AJ Zanato, every day I've eaten my lunch during this show <laughs> until today. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, we've gone from urination to, uh... <laughs> oh, what's in the tub? <laughs> so I get all of these nasty things, and I go in the kitchen, and I throw them in there. We, have a, we pull out the drawer, and there's the trash can is there, and then there's recycling on the other side. So I, I grab all this stuff from Robin's surgery. I throw it in the trash can. And then the napkin is still there from earlier. Now, this is like an hour later. And like a dope, I grab the napkin, not, re- not remembering my teeth were in it. And, you and I throw it, it in the trash can. No. no, I put it in the aluminum foil. And wrapped and then it all I, yeah. together and then threw it away. Exactly. Because I was doing, it was a hazmat situation. You were thinking, I'm cleaning everything up. I'm getting everything. Oh, you were all grossed out. <laughs> Swedish Needless chef. to suddenly, say, suddenly this Arby's beef and cheddar doesn't look so good. <laughs> hey, you have the meats at least. So that's what happens. So I throw it away, and then for the next week, I can't find my teeth. So I had a dentist appointment to go get a cleaning, and the dentist says, "Where's your teeth?" I said, "I can't find them." I said, "But I know they're at home. I didn't take them anywhere. I didn't go to a restaurant and Van leave them Jetcher there." says, "I was hoping this story ended with the teeth being put in the dishwasher." <laughs> nope. It's, it's a never-ending story. But anyway, so I'm freaking out. I go to the dentist. I said, I can't find him. He says, you have to have those in there or else your teeth are going to get them messed up. So I said, well, how much will you charge me? I paid $820 for the originals. You're not going to charge me the same amount. He said, yeah, because we got to do the whole thing all over again. So then I get really pissed off. So I come home, and then I look. But luckily, we hadn't taken the trash out from, from that week. Uh-huh. So I went through the trash can, but I didn't look in the aluminum foil. I looked through yes. everything. Tony luckily, look Robin then goes in. Robin goes later, and she finds the piece of aluminum and foil and all, opens it. So, so wait, I have to add to this story. Imagine this. Tony has already gone through the trash. And yes. this was a full weeks of accumulation. Actually, it was a week and a half because we decided not to take the trash out so that we would have a chance exactly. to look through That's it. That's correct. So it's like a week and a half of trash in two different trash, big trash containers and then in individual bags. Tony has already gone through it, he says. I did, but I didn't go through the aluminum foil. And, and that's what so, Robin's genius so right there. Then I say, well, I'm going to check. And 
the entire time that I am outside checking, he goes, Robin, I've already done it. God damn it. What do you, what don't you understand? It's not there. I looked already. And I'm just shaking. I'm what? nodding my head going, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I'm just checking. Just making sure. And guess what? She found him in the foil. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the rest of the story. Because I have determination. No, you, no, you did an amazing job. And I knew they, I knew I didn't leave them somewhere. I knew they were in the house. And that's why the trash was the first thing. But I didn't retrace the whole taking the teeth out and putting it in the, in, in paper. Because that's why I looked through all the papers and napkins yeah. and things. I never thought to look in the foil. And so we got it. And I have my teeth. So I can talk to you and every the, single day and, I have and talk say, with you. I have to say, it was the very last bag at the very bottom. Of course, that's how it always works, isn't it? And it was the one, and I even almost just picked it up and threw it because I was like transferring from one into the other so that I knew I'd gone through everything. And I had it in my hand and it was just the foil and I was just ready to drop it in and I went, wait a minute, let me... And sure enough, there it was. And the only reason we're retelling the story is because Lenny Dykstra went dumpster yes. diving. At least I didn't have to go into a dumpster at Jersey Mike's. I didn't oh, have to go into an actual big dumpster. Tony Bruno in studio right now. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. You see him on, on Paramount. You go to his tattoo parlor in, in Philly here. And I'm telling you right now, this man is the greatest tattoo artist in this city, my city. The great city of Philadelphia. He's got his Beatles Abbey Road shirt on. You saw him last night. I was watching. Dave Navarro didn't want to give him love. <laughs> I was giving him love. All the other tattoo artists were giving him love. If you watch Ink Master, this is season 12 of Ink Master. Yeah, man. And now he's on there, and last night he cleaned house. I've been watching it since, like, season four. And he is. Let me, get, let me properly introduce you now. It is Fon. Fon. F-O-N underscore... Instagram is 23 underscore F-O-N, and Twitter is Fon underscore 2-3. Uh, now, are you a Michael Jordan fan with the 2-3? Where's the 2-3 come nah, from? Nah, it's just where I come from, my, uh, my block, actually, my, the street name. Okay, so you're here in Philly, though. You're a Philly guy, right? Yes, North, North Philly to be exact. Beautiful. Yeah. Now, how long have you been doing tattoos? For a good five, six years right now. What made you want to do it? Because it's, it's art. You know, it used to be back in the day, guys would go in and get the sailor, you know, guys in the military, the you know, Navy guys would get the cross and the sailor, the anchor. Yeah, all the Now it's like, tattoos. it's like major art, man. It's yeah, major definitely. art. What brought me into tattoos is basically um, a lot of guys that I've been around always was into the art. I always into drawing. Every time I was in school doodling on a notebook, I was known as that class... Uh, class clown just always just in school just drawing on everything and then it turned into i seen other people tattooing and i was just like i need to try this and tattoos have exploded every man man Definitely. there's like a tattoo place every block in the city now Definitely. there's more tattoo parlors than there are at starbucks in philadelphia <laughs> there's the only thing that there's more of than tattoo parlors is wawas because now there's a wawa on almost every corner right <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. so how did you get it how did you go on the show because last night they were giving you because you didn't finish. There were leaves on the side, but it yeah, was man. absolutely awesome. The tattoo. Thank you so much. In fact, Thank we have you. the tape, Robin. Let's play a clip from last night's show on Paramount Network, season twelve, Ink Master. Second. It's actually guys against girls this year. Yeah, men against women. It was pretty crazy. And there's a lot of hate. Those women to be hating on you guys, man. What's up with those women? I mean, I love every single woman that was on that show <laughs> on the, in the competition, but um, it's a competition at the end of the day. It's only one Ink Master, and they just had to do what they had to do. 
Exactly. No, that was awesome, man. Now, we have listeners that are all over the, uh, the nation, including the world, but Scrapple Joe says Fawn took it last night, but his tat was unfinished, as we said, but it was unbelievable. And that was a timing thing, right? Because they only give you a certain amount of time to Six finish hours. the tat. Six yep. hours. Yeah. And here's the best part is that you're actually tattooing real people. And so these people have to get the I tattoo. Know. Whether they So did they pick the tattoo out that you do on them? Um, kind of, sort of. It's like, uh, so they, they, ask, they give us what they want, and we're supposed to come up with a design in about good two or three hours. And I actually was running late on time, so I started late before. I started after everyone else did. Oh, okay. That's why I wasn't able ah. to finish. Well, we have the very, uh, where where they're giving critique at the very end, so we have the clip. So after everybody presents their tattoos and the judges all look at them and they give comments, and a lot of the comments aren't kind, you know, hey, the lines aren't good, the shading's too dark here. <laughs> you know, and all these people on the show are talented. They're not just people off the street. Definitely. They know what they're doing. But some of the tattoos are not. Do people complain? I just want to ask after. Do people complain when you do a tattoo? Not you, but anybody on the show does a tattoo and they don't like the way it turned out. Definitely. Oh they, man. People definitely have their own but, opinions. But there's but nothing that they can do about exactly, it by then. They signed up for it. Okay. I mean, like it, we we used to because they're getting a tattoo for free, right? Yeah. So they're not going to complain because let's no. be honest. Even the worst tattoos are better than some of the tattoos. Like, Miss Robin has a tattoo that she had back in the day when women would go to Vegas, get drunk, and have a friend give them a, a tramp <laughs> no, stamp. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, that's what happened, Robin. Tell me something I'm not right here, Fine. Am I right here? Definitely. A lot of people got <laughs> tattoos because they got drunk, and now you're not even allowed in Las Vegas to get a tattoo if you're drunk. They changed the rules there. That's, that's in every tattoo parlor now. So somebody can't come in and, and, and be wasted and say, I need a tie, I need some ink, man. No. Well, and that's smart, right? Yes. I got my tattoo before they were called tram stamps. <laughs> One. <laughs> One. It was my design, and I made the mistake. I had a friend who was a really great tattoo artist, but I did not understand that a lot of tattoo artists that are really good, they're good with their designs. Okay. They're good with their art. Not so much good at being given something and then doing it. Right. And he, it's bad. By the way, the Nationals but are rallying now. That's beside they, the point. In the bottom of the fourth inning, they just knocked in another run. First and second, two outs, 2-1 two, Washington down in D.C. where it's not raining. It stopped raining here, and now I can see some blue sky. So it's like raining for 15 minutes, and mm -hmm. then it stopped. So you just came from, from North Philly. Now let's go to back to last night because the, the, the season's over, right? The whole yes. show's been taped. So yes. you already know what happens. Kind and, of I, and I was saying yesterday – Maybe Fawn didn't show up. Maybe he got eliminated in the first week because it's season season <laughs> season twelve episode two was last night. Yeah. And I told you, I said I don't think so because I've seen a lot of his work. There's no way he was eliminated. And sure enough, not on Tim show was on. the first one to go, yes. and then somebody self eliminated. She was yes. in the bottom three. Yes, but she self eliminated uh, uh, Elva. Yes, Elva self eliminated last night. She said that the pressure was too much for her, and so she made the decision for her own mental well being to put herself out of the show. So the other two. Were lucky, yeah, they, definitely lucky. They, yeah, definitely they didn't have lucky. to. But let's go to. Well, wait a minute. Now he's now Scrapple Joe says I'm rooting for Fa now that he's on the Tony Bruno show. But Ash <laughs> Man is a great A smoke show. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I can definitely agree with that. <laughs> now there's a lot of really good looking women, and you know, good looking guys too. But the women, they're 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 like really attractive. That do these tattoos. And they're yeah. talented. Oh, now, man. Now, who was the blonde that was uh, your group leader uh, that was uh, on the Ryan show? Ryan Ashley. Now, what is her? Because I don't, I don't, I'm not as familiar with everybody there. Now, she, she was is... the winner of season eight. Oh, okay. 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 
And she's a professional artist, obviously, and she's got the great... I'm I'm, going to have to ask you a question, though, before we continue. Okay. we play this. Okay. Because I'm I'm thinking now, because I don't have any ink, man. Do I go the full neck tat all the way underneath? Not for your first one. No. Do I go Not that top of the head? We you have know, so the... many questions for you, but let me, <laughs> do let I me go play like this first. A, are, is barbed wire still in, man, around the biceps? <laughs> it depends. <laughs> <laughs> it depends what it looks like. But let's go back to last night. If you hadn't seen it on Paramount Network, last night at 10 p.m., Fon was there doing his thing and, and dominating the world and putting Philadelphia once again, rising the city up. To, to legendary status. So many great, talented people in this city. And Fon, I'm happy to say, is kicking it right now. Let's Thank go back you. to Thank last you. night and show you his work and show you how it ended up. Oh, wait. Did it start, Robin? See, yes, we're doing this all ourselves. This is like having our own tattoo. Here we go. With no rhyme or reason for light source in the heart that you do outside the heart. So it's camouflage. Jason. You put all this nice shading around the glow, that lantern where it's dark to light, but then the rest of the tattoo, you just scribble a bunch of shit everywhere. It's not like we're only gonna judge the one part of the tattoo that looks good. We're gonna judge every part of the tattoo. Fun. You definitely show that you have the most skill so far with your shader. This is what the shading should look like. Your rich black transitions in the eye and just below the eyebrow, it looks beautiful. The unfinished leaves are a bummer. If you start it, you gotta finish it. Women's team, you're up next. Girl time. (laughs) Holly. You do pull off at least more than one tone of shading. Even though the thing does look a little tonal, where you have the black in the skull is great, but then just come out lighter. And then it would have that big contrast between the skull and the Jaguar, which is obviously black. Overall, you were able to put a solid tattoo on. Ashley. Now that was the, it continues for a while after Yeah, this, the judges, were, gonna... they bring up each individual artist and then they yeah. grade it. And then at the end. They make a decision. Yes, and they decided that even though yours was not finished, it was still by far the best. Yep. Navarro was the only guy who said it wasn't finished, but then he was the only one that said no. He voted for the woman. the category last night was all about shading. Correct. Yes. And Fawn is the master of shading. I mean, you see the work. I'm not saying it because he's a Philly guy and he's here in the wine cellar in South Philly. I mean, North Philly, South Philly, you know, we're all one city here, man. Definitely. South Philly and North Philly. We all we all roll in the two one five, right? Definitely. Now some people are in other area codes, but we're two two we're two one five for life, right? Definitely. Exactly. Yeah, I got that tattooed on me, actually. Do you really? You have two one five for life? Yeah. No, two one five affiliated. Oh, okay, ah, that's good. That's I'm two one five affiliated. <laughs> you need to get the show's phone number tattooed, apparently, because you can't remember it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get my own phone number tattooed somewhere. So anyway, so so Fon wins last night, and then he goes into the room with all the boys to try to figure out what to do next week. Yep. And then next week, so do you just do, because I've seen most of your stuff is black and white or dark. Yes. Is there color involved in any of your tats? Um, here and there. It depends on the uh, the, the complexion of my client. Mm-hmm. So it depends on, I know it's right between like the longevity of a tattoo. So if I feel like a person should get a black and gray tattoo, they should. If, if they want now, what color. is Now, what is the difference? Like if, if, if you're talking about longevity, is there one that lasts longer than the other? Um, just using black... As much as possible in a tattoo. Okay, so yeah. black and it, it won't fade is what fade, you're talking basically. about. It won't fade as but much. But then again, old people when they get older, 
black will mm-hmm. start sagging. Any color sags, right? Because people who get, get tattoos as, at young ages, when they get older, depending on what body part it is, right? It's not going to look the same. Definitely. Well, especially but black just lasts longer than any Especially other. women. Now, the reason why I got my tattoo the where I got it was twofold. Uh, one is I didn't want anything to show if for professionally mm-hmm. um, that I didn't. So I had to. Ha- I knew that I had to have it either on my foot or um, spot. yeah, and and I wasn't quite ready for that for my first <laughs> one. Or somewhere you know that I if I wore normal clothing, professional clothing, that I could cover it up. And on a woman, I mean, like you can do it on your breast or whatever, but. You know, women you got, don't, they don't care about that anymore. If you're well, seen no, walk down the street here, there isn't one woman in South Philadelphia that doesn't have tattoos on her legs, on her neck, your everywhere. Your breasts, your thighs, your stomach for a woman changes over the I and it stretches, and you start off with you know a cute little butterfly, and it turns into pterodactyl after a while. <laughs> so the back, what people are now referring to as a tramp stamp, is the one location on a female that does not. Sag, sag, stretch horribly. Unless you get stretch marks, yeah. but it's a it's a rare place to get stretch marks. So that's why I chose that place. And then it became a tram stamp. Do they still call them tram stamps back there? Uh, yes. Is that they, now when people come into your shop, which is what's it called now again, Robin? What's your what's um, the money and ink? Yes. Money and ink. And where's the location here in Philadelphia? Alany, uh, Broad and Island. Broad and Alany, right near Alany High School. Yep. How long right, you been there now? You said Four. five years. No, I've been actually. I had a my private studio probably two years ago, and I've been at Money and Ink for like two years and a half now. So how many artists in the Money and Ink? It's five of us. Okay, now people, because you're on the show, I mean, people got to be coming up yeah, from all over the place. Definitely. I got to get fine, man. All over. It's like when you got to find a nice barbershop. You go to your guy or your girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now, did the other artists in your store say, hey, man, you know, you're getting all the love here? Nah, nah, nah. They, they show me all the love. <laughs> they can. They appreciate me for everything I've done to the shop and all that. Well, obviously. Now, have you had Sixers players? Have they all come in and seen you, man? Uh, no, not Sixers players. I, I hope so. They should. <laughs> definitely. Oh, well, Let you know what? Ben well, Simmons we know some people. Yeah, get time. Ben Simmons in there man ink him up <laughs> definitely we know some people we'll we'll uh, f- send it through and also we should send out this um because you know a lot of sports people a lot of uh, yeah everybody's got ink now i know well, i'm yeah. one of the and only people well, left in philly that doesn't have watch, a tattoo and a lot <laughs> i'm just afraid of pain I'm, I'm afraid of the pain man really does it hurt a lot uh it depends on the spot that you're getting it on okay so let's just say that tony we're gonna get his first tattoo ever where and, and he's he's kind of a wuss. I'm not a wuss. <laughs> You're kidding. I've had all kinds of painful things done to me. Some of them I request. But other things, you know, you got to go through it. Like, well, I don't like needles, but it's really not needles anymore, right? You used okay. to think of tattoos. I mean, it still well, it is, is needles, yeah, but it's, it's, not, yeah. it's not like getting a big, long one stuck in your no. butt. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. When you got to no, go to a doctor. You know what it is? It's kind of like getting a really sharp... And, and just get it. it's like you're constantly mm-hmm. being scratched over the same location, and so it's now can you put? Ir- can I take some drugs, some like a Percocet or something to chill? I can I smoke some weed? What about? I don't even smoke weed. Is there anything I can do to lessen the anticipated pain of getting a tattoo? The only thing I can think of is numbing cream. Numbing cream, really? Yes. Can you yes. put it over the same spot and then do a tattoo, or doesn't that go yes. inside so, your skin? So the, so the process of the numbing cream, you're supposed to apply it before you start the tattoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrap it up with some ran wrap. Let it wait for an hour, and then it should be numb by the time we start the tattoo Beautiful. in that hour. All right. And it lasts a good two to three hours. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, so so where would you, what location would you suggest for somebody like Tony? That, the first you know, tattoo? Especially all the, like, this was my follow-up question, mm-hmm. and it, and so... 
Do you take into account how people age and what location? I'm already old, so it doesn't matter. Definitely. <laughs> so what it might look like, how how is how skin might stretch. Definitely. Uh so I would suggest anywhere where it's flat, like the inner forearm. Uh-huh. Um, calf, like the side of your calf. Right. Uh nowhere where it's like thin skin, like where you like on your knuckles and stuff. Your, yeah, yeah, like knuckles like after that. her, right? It's super painful. Yeah, knuckles, super wrist. Painful. Oh my god. Anything on the hand is painful. Uh, how and about feet? anything on the head though? Head painful. Too? How about very, under the neck? Painful. How about under the yeah, neck? Yeah, a lot of people cannot sit for the neck. But I see people now, I mean, even women, all the way up underneath here, all the way down they, on the they, chest. All that is done in sessions, so they'll probably come back to the artist in a good four or five sessions. Wow. Yeah. Because they can't handle it all in one yeah, sitting. there's no way somebody's sitting 15 hours for a tattoo on their neck. It takes yeah. 15 hours to do the whole thing, Damn. right? It depends on what you're getting. Now, do you have any um, like henna tattoos in there I could start out with? <laughs> <laughs> now, a lot of now, a lot of tattoo parlors because we have one right down the street here. You know, they have books and they show you examples and then you pick it out. Right. But then a lot of people now want their own customized thing, yeah, right? So you do that for tattoo. them. Yeah, that's my tattoo shop. We all customize. So basically, you come in with an idea and I try to interpret it into my own way and and. We go over the design and see if you agree with it, and then we get started. Beautiful. So there's no book. Say, hey, listen, I want the uh, I want the unicorn. No, the, the books is played out, man. I want Medusa. You know, everybody wants Medusa. I mean, what's like the most <laughs> popular ones that everybody gets? Um, right now, and I would say probably clocks. Clocks. Uh, yeah, clocks? like like pocket watches and stuff like that. Oh, that interesting. Yeah, that would be not something that that I'd underwater like. one that actually finished second, the one with the with the yeah, that was pretty. Dope. The equi- yeah, yeah, that was I, awesome. I felt like she should have won that, but yeah, that was really are, really good. That was Danny's. Oh, hold Danny's. on a second. It was the oh, underwater here, scene. Yeah, it, it was gorgeous. I mean, yeah. that was a lot of work in that thing too. Definitely. And then and she, she did finished. that in one sitting with yep. that one person. Yep. Wow. Yep. So there's this is the underwater one here. And that's Danny's. Yeah, that was Danny, and. uh her shading was also really nice, and it shows some sharks through the water. Yeah, that's yeah, really that was good. Treasure. That was a pretty dope tattoo. I feel like she should have won. Now, there was also one that you... This was the Medusa. This was the one that Elva... She she was in the bottom three, right. and, and then she, she, re- she withdrew. Said, you know, I'm not really ready to do this. I don't want to do this now, anymore. But this like, is give her love. Of, she got love, and she deserved love. You said you like this one, Tony. This was the uh, the skull peeking out. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Now, yeah, again, I'm not an artist. Especially for the artist that did it, Pony, she's more like a, a, a floral type artist and all color work. So for her to pull this off on a on a darker canvas and with this black in it, it, it was impressive. Now you got a real hairy sucker goes in there, man. It's got you got to shave it all off, right? Definitely, definitely. And Always then when the hair grows the back, though, does it grow inside the tattoo? Does yes. it come back full strength? Yes. That's kind of weird, though. It right? is kind of weird, but some people. And Once here was you get now, tattoos, you so when it. when your client, when this client came in, what did they ask for? So there's a, there's a partial clock, obviously. Right. What was their request for you? So the request was uh, she wanted a, a lady face, uh, more so like the side portrait. She wanted to make sure it was a tear showing. That's what I did inside of it. She said uh, she wanted a couple roses, but with the time I had, I was only able to fit one rose. So I said. In the beginning, before I even started anything, I was just like, we probably could only fit one rose into this tattoo. So she wanted the clock. It was it was for, um, I believe, one of her family members. So that's why the time is at a certain point. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. So, now, so she come back and finish the leaves, though, right? 
She can't come back on the show. I no, no, but I mean, if she came back to your... Yeah, it's not, but she's, yeah. she, she's not even from Philly, right? Because nope. where do you film the show? New York? Yep. Okay. But she could probably find another, maybe not somebody quite as good, but but at least he got the most detailed yeah. portion. I would love to finish this piece. Well, yeah, well, she, she wasn't upset, right? No, she was not I mean, upset. that's a be- that's a beautiful definitely. tattoo. I mean, now, what definitely. would a tattoo like that cost me if I walked in and wanted the same thing? Um, inside my shop, probably like a good... Twelve hundred dollars, probably, because that's a lot of work. Yeah, but that's finished though. That's not what the with the leaves that not not finished. Yeah. Now, did she because bring a photograph, length. or was this? Did she bring a photograph of this woman, or was this a uh, an image that you made up? An uh, image I made up. Okay. Yeah. And she liked it though, right? Yes. She better. She like loved it. it. <laughs> exactly. So now, so barbed wire's out, right? No. That was a big deal years ago, remember? <laughs> Pam Anderson did the movie Barbed Wire. Barbed Wire, Flames. Flames. Um, we were joking. Daggers. Daggers. <laughs> we, we were joking. We were driving around. Um, my mom's in town from California, and we were driving around up in Amish country, and there was a big pickup truck that had the uh, stencil wire. of barbed wire all, all the way, way around. around. The truck. And I said, that's what I want. See, I told you barbed wire was still in. And I said, yeah, Tony, you could get the barbed wire tat so that when you have your arm hanging <laughs> over the door it'll be in line with a barbed wire stencil on the back and the guys the like brian urlacher had the barbed wire pam anderson mm-hmm. had the was the movie barbed wire a lot of ballers had not just that but the flames mm-hmm. and there were some other ones and the tribal tattoos are big yep. now right uh no not not, not anymore, anymore. Nope, not tribal anymore. tattoos are out yeah Definitely. Oh, man. See, that's Definitely. a bad thing. I'm not going to get a tattoo that's going to be out in a Definitely. couple of years. Now, it's not like a pair of jeans, you know? No, no, it's no. not like I had Gloria Vanderbilt's, and now I got to be wearing Jordache, and then Jordache goes out. You get new jeans, right? <laughs> okay. You don't get new tattoos. Tony? Now, I know you can fix and you can alter tattoos. Mm-hmm. Like, some people get a tattoo and they don't like it. And they say, can you come in here and fix this up? And yeah, you definitely. Do okay. that stuff, right? Or, or cover I'm going to do something that I never do. What? I'm going to show Fawn my tattoo. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and you're I'm never going to see him, this anywhere what else. What could you do? Where's with Dave this? Navarro when we need him? <laughs> Where are all those hot uh, girls in there? This is not a good tattoo, and I've told her I almost left her over this tattoo. There it is. You know what that's supposed to be, fun? Laugh now, cry later, face. Yeah, it's the comedy and error tattoo from because mm-hmm. she's in the theater and this drunken friend of hers who claimed he was a he tattoo was, artist. He was not drunk. Were you drunk when he <laughs> did it? I was, but he wasn't. But see, I, that's why you should never but, get a tattoo when you're drunk. I didn't nope. decide it when I was drunk. I had some alcohol because I was afraid of what it was going to feel like. So that's the comedy but tragedy get, mask mm-hmm. that you see in so, the theater. And I designed it myself, and it was did not look like that when I designed it, by the really? way. Yeah, and it was supposed to be much smaller. It was supposed to be very small, but apparently he couldn't do the detail that I wanted small. And so then he made it bigger, and I didn't realize he was making it that big. And anyway, so something like that. Right. But you can't fix that, right? Yeah, I can fix that. What, what would you, you do? do to make it? Um, well, can you erase it? Do you have like an eraser? That no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. The only thing I can suggest if you want to erase it is, is tattoo removal, like a laser tattoo. Yeah, removal. yeah, but that's painful too yeah, and takes heard, a long time. Yeah, you know what's weird? I remember growing up and and everybody, not everybody, but you know, mostly military people. They had, mm-hmm. and then there was this poo poo about tattoos. And so all of these laser removal, tattoo removal places became big, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't cool to have a tattoo, and then boom. Then tattoos exploded. Yep. Now everybody's yep. got yeah. tattoos. It's that's incredible. That's because the quality of the work that's being put out now. Yeah, it is amazing yeah. work. Yeah. It, it's like the murals in Philly. You know, mm-hmm. Philly, for people who don't know, Philly's a city of murals. There are more mm-hmm. murals Definitely. in Philadelphia, and they're amazing art. Definitely. Now, speaking of which, how did you get into tattoo 
artistry because you're obviously an amazing artist Thank outside you. of tattoo work. I yeah. mean, you have to be a great artist mm-hmm. to do this. Mm-hmm. So how did you segue into this? Um, so I watched my brother, my two oldest brothers. Um, they started, they picked up a tattoo machine. I seen it and I was just like, maybe I have to try this. So one day I decided I was just like, let me order this $60 tattoo kit off of Amazon. Uh-huh. And the next thing you know, I started tattooing myself and my friends. Oh, so, so you, you did started yourself on yourself first? first. Yes. Yes. What was the first I, thing that you did? Doesn't it hurt um, more when you do it? No, it hurts less when you do it, it yourself, right? It hurts less when you do it yeah. yourself because you know your pain tolerance. Exactly, so like, exactly. All right, I'm not going to dig this deep, so I'm going to just, yeah, I mean. Now, should I tattoo myself first to get started? No, no. no, no you, you sure? Should. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be a good idea. <laughs> so you're saying, so the neck is uh, is not the good place to start? Nope. Not at all. Now, no. what about like on the inner thigh and stuff? Does that AJ hurt? Marcus, inner thigh might, might be sensitive. Ooh, right yeah, now. that would yeah. hurt. AJ Marco says, I got an idea, Tony. Tattoo the Philly Eagles wings on the side of your bald dome. Yeah, exactly. Because there's not enough. E- How many eagle tattoos were being put on people a couple of years ago before this with the Super Bowl? Not that much. Really? Not that much. Maybe up in Delco, but not here in South Philly yeah, and North yeah, Philly. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. No eagle but tattoos? Once, but one, no, I, uh, I probably did probably like a good two or three tattoos before they, uh, eagles tattoos before they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Then once the Super Bowl happened, then next thing you know, people getting full sleeves dedicated to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yep. So it's it's still... Because, you know, the, the mistake is when people anticipate championships. We've mm-hmm. seen all those tattoos. Mm-hmm. People get tattoos thinking their team's going to win. Definitely. And then they don't win, uh, and then they have to change them. Fine. Here's one of your fans. Trevor from the 203 says... Um, what was your first? The, what was the first tattoo you ever did? That's, I think, a twofold question. One, obviously, you did one on yourself, mm-hmm. but what was the first tattoo you did on somebody else? Um, I'm trying to remember because I did a lot of tattoos. Uh, but was it, that scary the first time you did it on somebody else? Yes, I was very, very, very nervous like, <laughs> because I was like, with me tattooing myself, I knew how much pressure to put right. on the skin. So tattooing somebody else was just like. Um, I don't know if I'm doing this right or not. I don't know how it's going to look afterwards. But I think I just did a name on somebody's leg. Yeah, it wasn't nothing major with all this shading yeah. because I barely knew yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Because my first tattoo on myself was actually words. It, it was fair number God. This is a funny one from AJ in San Antonio. Orioles would like to hire Fon to remove the tattoos off the home runs they've given up this year. <laughs> <laughs> So now jacks and aces and playing cards, are they in now too? I actually did a uh, playing cards gamble casino type of theme uh, last week. Oh, really? Yes. People still get that. Yeah. The ta- you know, what card? If you were going to pick a card to have tattooed on your body, Ron, which one would it be? Would it be an ace or a jack or a queen? Uh, no, actually. Joker? No, for me, it would I gotta be... I got to go Joker with me. It would sure. be the number, uh, the nine. The nine of... I don't know if it would be spades or hearts. Why would you hmm. pick a nine? Because nine is my lucky number. Nobody gets nines. They get that. aces. They I get jacks. That. They and get queens. I they get am kings. different than everybody else. Well, you ain't getting one now. <laughs> <laughs> Queen like, of hearts. I like the difference, being, people being different, not getting the typical I, tattoos. Yeah. That, well, that's actually why I designed the one I did because I like every. if you went somewhere and you said that you wanted the comedy tragedy mask, they all look the same. Right. Everything was the same. So right. I wanted to have and it be a certain And that's exactly look. why my tattoo shop don't do books, because we don't want people walking around with the same yeah. tattoo. Exactly. Now, if you go to a henna place, you're down the shore, you're at you know, some vacation place, and they sell you henna. It's all the same. You go to Venice Beach, where we used to live. Great tattoo artists in California, obviously. All right. But then they have a lot of people go and get a henna tattoo, mm-hmm. or they get a temporary tattoo. Now, I have talked with my, my both my kids have 
a couple of tattoos. Mm-hmm. My son more than my daughter, but they both and they all they they have ones that mean. Now my daughter, my son, they got matching tattoos um, that they designed. It was a. a, a a song that means a lot to both of them mm-hmm. and then they designed something that means it's like a they designed an infinity symbol with arrows it was, it's very cool and so my daughter got hers on her foot and my son got that's his gotta hurt down on, there though, right? yeah, on the side of his uh, on, on the side of his thigh and that's kind of a commemorative thing between brother but and sister but then your son Christian who got burned has a gigantic right. What spider web on his elbow? Well, he got so he fell into a fire pit and got third degree really? burns um, on his arm and his back, but right here was all the way to the bone, mm-hmm. and so he had these horrible scars, and he had to wait a while before he could do it. But he got a um, an anchor, not an anchor, excuse me, a uh, a ship's uh, wheel. And something else. I thought um, it was a spy. No, it is. It's yeah, a ship's it's wheel a ship's that goes wheel, on. There. It's really well done. And it's really cool. And it was to cover up the scarring. And it's actually okay. kind of cool. And then um, my kids and I have talked about if I were to ever do another tattoo other than try to fix mm-hmm. this disaster. Um, my name is Robin. So I thought it would be cool to have like a Robin bird nest with two baby birds in it representing Christian and Kim. And then they would have something that would like not be exactly the same, but for each That'd of them. That'd be dope. That sounds dope. Yeah. Now, we had listeners who used to get tattoos of us on their bodies. Really? Yeah. One gentleman up in Maine who's now passed away, great friend of the show, he actually, on his on his calf, had my uh, my profile, yep. which you see on, on our art. Right. It's a profile picture of me, and he put a little robin. He had the, the microphone uh, and your silhouette, and then he had a little bird flying overhead com- for for Robin. robin. Yeah, it was awesome. Sounds- I mean, yeah. When you get people putting ink of, of, of you on their bodies, man. I mean, is it getting any better than that? Seriously, we have the most amazing... We were just talking about our amazing fans. Our fans are all over the world, and they are amazing. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty dope. Can I get a picture of myself on myself? Would that be, like, not cool? You're not that supposed to... That would be really weird. Yes. Yeah, really. <laughs> that would I can't be get my, my own profile but put on my... So I'll never forget who I am. Like that, you though. know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't have requests like that, but I, I never did it. That would be bizarre. <laughs> Definitely. Talk, talk about being vain. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I want to always remember who I am. So I'm going to look down on my forearm and see oh, who I am. Fawn, so this is a comment that I made. So Fawn, one of his um, uh, photographs of previous artwork that he's done is The Last Supper on somebody's. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that be, would be the only tattoo that Tony's mother, who is still alive, bless her heart, she's going to be uh, 95 really? coming up here uh, soon, that would be the only tattoo that she would probably approve of for Tony to get. Yeah, I, was I, the last I absolutely love that tattoo. That tattoo probably took me a good nine or ten hours. Wow. Yeah. Oh, here, Dean, or Robin could get the Batman tattoo. Exactly, yes, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Gladney, North Carolina says, love you, Tony, but I ain't getting no... You put on my body. Come now, on, man. Actually, here's an interesting question. Uh, Don Juan0720, serious question. I'm a dark-skinned African-American. How difficult slash easy is it to get a tattoo given my skin tone? Um, honestly, from where I came from, uh, so where I started, I mainly tattooed darker skin, so it's not really difficult for me. Right. For certain artists, it might be difficult because it's like they don't know how to work or... or Think about the longevity of a tattoo. How on is a it darker... different? Well, it's not it's... the skin's different. It's just the it's, it's just, just the optics, it's just the right? tone of yeah. it. It's, it's like you can't get insert you can't get certain shades of black 
or gray on, oh. on darker skin like you can on a lighter uh, on a lighter complexion. Okay. So it's it's kind of hard, but it's not hard. Gotcha. Because yeah. I see, I mean, you see basketball players, uh, baseball players, yeah. athletes, where yeah. you see the skin. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of dark skin yeah, African Americans. Tattoos look different on a darker skin. I saw to... one of the most amazing tattoos on the ba- back of a black man in New Orleans one time, and it was a spider web. I think it, it was a spider web with a, a black widow, mm-hmm. and it was across his entire back. But because of him being dark skinned, when you it, it like changed depending mm-hmm. on where yeah, he some, turned. Some tattoos so on darker cool. complexions is, is amazing. Yeah, honestly, it was really really cool, and I and I never thought about the fact that because of the fact that the the canvas is darker. Mm-hmm. That it, it makes a difference. It really made a difference where the light was shining, much more so than yep. it would on a light skin canvas. So no. it honestly depends on the artist that you're going to. If if he really knows how to work the the the, the ink and how to really show their design on a darker skin. Beautiful. So now, if like, I get a barcode, this is a good question. If if you get a barcode of like a product mm-hmm. or like an airplane ticket or something. And you can go up and now, like, if you get, like, the SEPTA pass, right. and you get that barcode on there, can you get on stuff for free with honestly, a barcode? I've, I think I've seen that before, though, honestly. Somebody yeah. got a tattoo of a barcode, and it actually worked. I think it was, they was using an app before. Okay. Yeah, so they, they, they scanned it on the app, and, and, and it works. I wow. have se- No, so yep. I've seen um, advertising for temporary tattoos. Yep. Barcodes? With, with... Oh, I forget exactly. Like it was something that was built into the temporary tattoo. So I'm assuming that you could do this with a regular tattoo as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That when there was a special app that would then make it move. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I I used that on a couple of portraits I did. And so how awesome would that be to have a real tattoo that you could then put your camera over it Mm -hmm. and scan it into this other app and and it would look like your tattoo Or my CVS... so I can get the 72-mile-long <laughs> receipts. Every time I go into CVS, I say, Robin, you have your CVS card? Just get barcodes of all of your favorite places, and then you don't have I to worry about putting your phone number in and finding a stupid little card. I see a theme here, Tony. I, I think that you are trying to make your life easier. That's what you want. There was a, that sounds like there it. Wasn't there a, uh, oh, God, what, what movie was that? Was it called Memento or something like that? Where it was a guy that had um, memory loss. He could not remember. I don't and remember. So, oh, no. and, and he, was, he was trying to. Yeah, I know. He was trying to solve a mystery. He was trying to solve a murder, I believe. And he, because of his memory loss, he would tattoo things on his body really? so that when he woke up again, he would look on his body and then remember. Like I he would never forget it. Oh God, what was that movie? That Anybody that's listening, remind me what that movie. I is. I don't know. But here's the final question: Spider webs are out now. Spider webs. Spider webs are out. Barbed wire's out. Uh, flames are out. Yes. What else? So people don't go out and make that mistake and then regret yeah. it five years from now. Um, honestly, I feel like if you're looking to get a tattoo, really dedicate it to yourself. Think about it. Um, don't do it in the like spur of the moment. Bad nope. idea. Nope. If if somebody comes to me in my uh, in my shop and asks me for a tattoo and they just looking to get a tattoo just cause, uh huh, I would deny it because I want them to really think exactly. about what they're exactly. Getting. Yeah, and people who would do that, they're going to go into a place where there's a book, and then they're going to pick out something 
that they think they want. Yep. Or they not not because they think they want it. Those those are like, like, it looks cool. Yep. Those are like the tattoo parlors on Venice Beach that people that are there, they're tourists, and they're like, oh, yeah, let's mm-hmm. get a tattoo today. Yeah, and let's a get a of, seagull. A lot of is, is, is okay with it. Let's get Let a dolphin. Let's get a couple of dolphins jumping out of the water. Basically. What about fish? Now, do you do fish tattoos? Um, I can't remember the last time I did a fish tattoo. Yeah. I mainly do portraits more than anything. Cool. Yeah, black and gray portraits. Yeah, and your, your side-by-side comparisons... Uh, photographs of the photographs that they bring in and then the tattoo that you've made is it's like it's like it was photocopied onto somebody's I mean you should be in the Philadelphia in the the Barnes Foundation and in the Philadelphia Museum of Art there's a lot of garbage in there there's modern art stuff I would love that I would absolutely I want to see a fond tattoo on canvas in the Philadelphia Museum of Art get rid of the Rocky statue put a fond (laughs) statue down there man Rocky ain't done shit he's a fake movie guy (laughs) I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> elbows, love elbows that. hurt though, right? Uh, yes. See, why are you getting an? Why is your son getting an elbow tattoo? Definitely painful. That shit hurts, man. So no elbows. Tell me the most painful places so I can avoid it. Stomach, ribs. Stomach. Well, more so anything on the torso. That hurts. Yes. Like on my pecs, that would hurt up there. Yes. Now that a woman, lot of people. Had, now when a woman has a it done session. around her breast like that woman did last night, that had to hurt, right? You see why she. Failed to get the gym. Yeah. She, she was supposed to get a lot of things, but she she ended up tapping out. That, yeah. That spot under right here is. Oh, I can't paper. imagine, man. Ugh. Just imagine that needle just dragging against your skin right there. Yeah. Can I get a Flyers 1975 Stanley Cup one on here? Because that's how long it's been since they won. <laughs> no. I'm gonna, can I get a trust the process tattoo? Have you done any of those for Sixer fans? No, 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 not yet. Not Did you yet. do any uh, any uh, Markel Fultz or all the other players that they drafted who aren't here anymore? And people um, want to no, know. But a couple people have shown me some of their tattoos, and they'd be wanting the same thing that Markel or or uh-huh. these guys have. AI. See, if I'm going to get a, a, an athlete's tattoo, it's got to be legendary. Dr. J, Definitely. AI. Guys have already proven it. I'm not going to get some rookie on my body who may <laughs> not, not be all. here in two not years, man. Not it's ridiculous. Yeah, you don't get stupid. you don't get lottery picks on your body. You get Hall of Famers. <laughs> lottery picks. <laughs> you get Hall of Famers on your body. Definitely. You know what I mean? Tattoos are forever. <clears throat> it used to be marriage was forever, but they ain't. Mm-hmm. Tattoos are forever. Definitely. Yes, they are. Yeah. If you're, I mean, you can get divorced. You can never get rid of a tattoo. <laughs> well, you can, but it's more painful. Can. Actually, but the he, only thing more painful than a divorce is getting rid of a tattoo. Right? Honestly, though, they even even <laughs> the tattoo removals that I've seen don't get rid of them completely. They're nope. still sort it, of a little bit of a on, shadow on, on it on, on how how dark it is on your skin yeah now i found i was right it was the movie it's, it's called memento the movie or me- that I'm memento, thinking. Or memento or memento memento how is it spelled like moment with a zero with so a, it's oh, m-o memento. not m because yeah, there's M-E- a movie called memento too oh excuse moi it is memento right M-E- memento M-E-M-E-M-to. is the movie not yeah, memento me- memento and it is uh with guy pierce carrie ann moss and joe pantoliano yes and i have a trailer if you would like to see it no i don't want to see. is it about I'm- tattoos well no it's so it's really there's, cool. a, there's some great tattoos. what's the best tattoo movie out there for people to watch tattoo movie it's not about tattoos but there's people all tatted up yeah, I'm trying to think too. Look up tattoo movies, Robin. I'm trying to think, I can't think of that. No, I can't think of them either. But there's a lot of tattoos in movies, though. Mm-hmm. definitely. And most of them are like the freak show movies, where you see all these people. Like, remember when the uh, the Ink Man was like the considered a freak, mm-hmm. and now everybody's inked. Yeah, <laughs> have you ever done a full body tattoo from head to toe? Because there's some people that have that. They're in the Guinness World Record. The one mm-hmm. dude. Who's got every single inch of his yeah, body he, uh, tattooed? Walk around at tattoo conventions. Yeah, yeah. 
Would you he do got, that? He got all like I I forgot his name, but he got all puzzles. His like his whole body. Yeah, it looks blue. like puzzle pieces. Yep. His whole that's, body. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to be the same guy that does it or the same woman that does it, right? I'm pretty sure it was the same person. Wow. Now, there are a lot of movies featuring tattoos, Tony Bruno. Boondock um, Saints? No, uh, The Girl with the Golden Tattoo, although that's not really about it. But, um, and that weren't even real tattoos. They, they, they were like Hannah. mentioned Memento, <laughs> right. yeah. which is the one that I t- was talking about. The Tattooist. Um, Tattoo was a movie out in 2002. And don't forget... The uh, Tattooist was in 2007. Well, don't forget the the greatest tattoo movie or tattoo TV show of all time. Oh, Fantasy yes, Island. Fantasy Island. I mean, you had Tattoo right on there. Tattoo. The plane! The plane! <laughs> now, apparently, there was a movie called The Rose Tattoo back in 1955. The Illustrated Man? And then in 1981, there was a movie called Tattoo... And there was Tatooine, which was a land in one of the Star Trek movies, right? Did they have tattoos in Tatooine? I didn't know that. I didn't watch any of those movies. Me neither. So now we know that you're not eliminated. So you're going to week three next week. How many episodes are there before this season is over? Uh, I believe 15. So 15 already done. So you already know your fate. And I know you're probably sworn you cannot say what's going on. Yep. But I'm feeling good about you right now, man. Thank you, thank you. I'm saying right now, I'm going to make it. Mark the tape, Robin, because we do this on the show all the time. Yes. It is June 19th. It's Juneteenth, June which 18th. today is a very important date in history. Yes. Yep. It's the day that slavery was officially ended. Correct. In this country. And it's one that a lot of people don't even understand. I know. If Not you say Juneteenth to people, they're like, what are you talking about? Exactly. Juneteenth is an, Juneteenth is an important date in the history of America. Definitely. And never forget. I know, they, and they just uh, had a uh, an amazing commemorative uh, plaque put up over in Camden, commemorating that Camden was one of the locations where a lot of slaves were brought before they were shipped off to the rest of the United States. Exactly. Back in the 1700s, I'm going to say. I'm going to so. get a Juneteenth tattoo on here, because June's my birthday. It was the 13th. Really? I should get Juneteenth on birthday. me. Thank you, man. Well, Bond, um, it's been an honor to meet you, man. I mean, you're just amazing. Tat- it says right here in Memento, I, I looked up uh, movies featuring tattoos. They mentioned Guy Pierce in Memento saying, if you have a really bad memory, there's nothing wrong with tattooing notes about your life that you want to remember. Tony, it's you. I should get that's my quotes. Some know. of my sayings, my quotes, that's not bad, right? You could not do that. You just shouldn't put a picture of yourself on your own no, body. That would, be yeah, that would be weird. But you could put sayings like it's an outrage or yes. beautiful yes. or... All of my sayings. Yes. Then I will never remember. Then I'll Although never forget I think, them. I think if you put beautiful, that might be weird because people might think that you are saying. No, it's just beautiful. <laughs> people put mom on there. They put their kids' names. Definitely. Be- what's I wrong with beautiful? That was weird. Mom tattoos. Like they would get mom on them. Yeah. Why not just get the name? Exactly. Yeah, that is weird. The worst one is when people put their boyfriends or husbands or wives or girlfriends on there. Yes. Wives, I can see. You can see. You girlfriends can do, and boyfriends. I don't you can even do suggest children. Them. You I don't can, even suggest You them. can do children or somebody that's passed. Mm-hmm. Or your because parent. Because that will never change. Yep. But but if you, because your, your feelings about somebody after, feelings about somebody that have passed will never change. But feelings about somebody that are alive, that are not your kids. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. For couples that, that want tattoos of like their names or something like that, I always suggest maybe a date or, or a symbol or something like that, right. like their love. But never suggesting a tattoo of their name because I feel like that's bad luck because next thing you know, they're going to be coming in two weeks later yes. talking about something I want to well, get Tom this Well, Tom Arnold up. is a really good friend of ours and he got Roseanne 
tattooed, put, tattooed on his tattooed on his, and then that, and he had to go have that. But he changed. got a lovely payout for that. I mean, he's the only guy that got divorced and got paid to go away. Most guys don't get paid to go away. It's the other way around, right? Right, right. So I don't right. blame him. If if Roseanne sent me millions of dollars to go away. I'd get her name tattooed all over my body. <laughs> I'd, get it, I'd get it tattooed on the top of my head. You give me $2 million, Roseanne, you can put the ink anywhere you want on this body, even in the most painful possible place, even in the scrotum area, which got to hurt down there, Doug right? Doug McGregor says, Definitely. you can put an ex's name on your body as a tattoo along with a headstone in a cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, That's put crazy. your hands together for the great Fawn star. Of Thank Ink you. Master and Season 12. And we predict 12. it right here. He is a stone-cold, guaranteed lock. When yes. all is said and done, I want you to watch the whole season everywhere. Definitely. Anyway, every Tuesday night, 10 o'clock on Paramount Network. Eastern. Eastern time. And when it's all said and done, 12 weeks, for, let's see, 10 more weeks. When is it actually? So we're going to be in August. We're going to be near football season, yep. right? Yep. Right before the Eagles kick off their next Super Bowl season, Fawn will be... What's the prize now? $25,000? $100,000. You get a trophy or something? Uh, they give you a, a, a lifetime su- ink magazine. Oh, oh beautiful. Yeah. You, you get a lifetime supply of and ink? It <laughs> depends on sponsorships. <laughs> and then you can frame it. So you, you get featured in the magazine, then you can frame that magazine because I'm sure you'll be on the cover. You mm-hmm. can say Ink Master Champion right here. Mm-hmm. Then there'll be a billboard at Broad and Aldi, and there'll be. There'll be Lights, and then flashing the, lights. And then the prices for that tattoo that would have been 1200 gets... <laughs> Jacked up, baby. So if you want Jacked something up. done by Fawn, you better get in now. <laughs> well, Fawn... No, Fawn, you are more than welcome to stay if you just want to hang out while we're doing the rest of the show. But if you have somewhere to go, um, uh, we I don't want to get a ticket here, you know, because it's you know, PPA yeah, in this town, man. Uh, it was yeah, trouble yeah. finding a park. Yeah, yeah, PPA is nasty in this city, man. <laughs> I got enough tickets, and I have a sticker that I'm supposed to pay to get here, which I do, and they still give you tickets. That's good. It's an outreach. But we appreciate you coming by, man. Definitely. Really proud of you, man. We're doing Philly proud, man. Thank you for having me. One ink press at a time. They still use Indian ink. That's what it used to be when I was a kid, when we used to do... Nope. It's not in, remember India ink back mm-hmm. in the day? You used mm-hmm. to buy a bottle of India ink, and people would get a needle and stick it in there and try to do they, their own tattoo. They tat still tat- do that. Do they still do that? Yes. That's called Some... a prison tat. <laughs> <laughs> and even I never did. I did a lot of stupid shit when I was a kid. I never once thought about getting a bottle of India ink, uh, put a needle in there, and then start dab- jabbing myself with that stuff. The whole tattoo industry and the way they go about things now and, and equipment that's being used is, is, is amazing. Don't they, they even have glow in the dark tattoo yep. stuff now, don't they? Yeah. Yep. Oh, don't give me any more thoughts, Robin. Oh. I'm about to glow in the dark one right on the back of my head here. Sort of like in a mohawk, made like a well, fake mohawk. It still, feel, it still feels the same going on, even if yeah, you can't see it. Definitely. And then you got to do it with a black light for that. For that uh, yeah, I don't, see, I don't go into many of those clubs anymore, man. That's it. Plus, I don't take a black light anywhere, even in a hotel room. I don't want to even know what's going on in there. I just want to get in and get out. Yep. Fine, ladies and gentlemen. Now people reach you on Facebook and uh, not Twitter, Twitter and Instagram. Yes. On Instagram, it's twenty three underscore underscore f o n fawn. Yes. Yep. And then on Twitter, it's fawn underscore twenty three. Yes. Now is fawn your full name? Now explain the f o n. Um, actually, uh, my first name is Taquan. Uh huh. And when I was a kid, probably like good one or two years old. One of my older brothers couldn't say Taquan, so he said Tafan. <laughs> so he called me Fawn for short. Sure. The next thing you know, it was Fawn stuck with me. So from that age to about 14 years, 14 years old, I was Fawn Fawn. The next thing you know, it just went to Fawn. 
There it is. Like, that's a great name too. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about like it's everybody will know Fon, but we'll remember Fon. Definitely. Fon. That's that's the Fon. goal. That's the Fon. goal. Fon. Fon. Are they chanting that on the set? <laughs> Come on, man. I hope so. I hope so. And don't make those angry women give you any more crap, man. Not at all. Don't take any of that, man. But at the end of the day, it's a competition. I got to do what I got to do. There's only one ink master. Fine, ladies and gentlemen. Thank doing, you so much. Doing North Philly, doing Broad and Only proud, man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Doing the entire city of Philadelphia proud. Doing us proud here, Robin. I am very happy, and I'm, 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 will look forward to following this whole process. Definitely. Absolutely, we trust this process. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about the Sixers. I'm not going to say if, when you win, you have to come back on the show. Of Absolutely, course. of course. Thanks, Robin. Of course, I, really I would love it. to be back. Thank you, man. Appreciate the love. Thank you. And maybe I'll take Robin in there one day when she's not drunk, and get that <laughs> damn tattoo fixed. On oh, a slow well, day. we'll have to have like suggestions. Maybe, maybe he can come up with something brilliant. Of yeah. course, I can. are there a way to change that? You can't erase it, but to fix that damn. Because I got to see that thing a lot. You know, and I've been seeing it for 10 years. And it needs to be just, taken care of. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, he, we need to change the, the scenery down there, you know? Tony's the only one that it stares up at. So, so in other words, this is a purely selfish reason that Tony wants to change. And last thing, somebody just said... What's up with the White Sox hat, man? Chicago White Sox hat. Oh, this is just my everyday black hat. I love to wear black, so I Okay, so you're not a White Sox fan no, in Philly, no, man. Because you know how fan. Philly fans are, I'm, man. I'm They're going to say, wait a minute, how can a guy be from no, North Philly? And have a- I'm, I'm always a oh, Philly fan. Oh, oh. Uh, we have a hat, a black hat for him. Monkey knife fight. Yeah, we got to oh, get him that hat. you would love this monkey knife. Hold on, I'm gonna get it for you. You get it for Fon, take it because he's gonna love yeah, that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a all Phillies fan. Philly, all Philly team. Beautiful, man. Yeah. Beautiful. It's awesome. Thank you, Fon. Good to see you, man. No problem. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I've been waiting to meet Fon. I love meeting talented people, man. You know how we do on the show. Good talented people in our city. We're proud of them, man. We don't want no scrubs on the show. We don't want no Bobo tattoo artists in here. It's only upper top shelf. Speaking of top shelf, the Phillies have been taking top shelf now. All of a sudden, it's a 3-1 ball game. And I'm keeping track of this. People are on, um, on, the, on the Twitch stream giving me updates. I'm watching the game live, trying to watch it at the same time. Another solo home run, so it's 3-1 Nationals. Phillies have left a lot of men on base. Bryce Harper got thrown out on a first to third, seeing I single up the middle, tries to go from first to third, gets thrown out. The Phillies then get two men on base after that with one out and can't score a run. And then the Nationals chipping away. Solo home run there. You know what I'm saying. Dean is watching CNBC. 
I got to check my 401k, man. Anyway, my, my internet, what's going on here? I don't have the express written consent of Major League Baseball, the Philadelphia Phillies, or uh, Zach Eflin. I mean, I'm doing our place. I'm not showing the game. We're not in trouble. I'm streaming the game live. We're the Phillies trail now in D.C., and it's not raining at least. Part of the day-night doubleheader. And as I mentioned, dozens and dozens of people on hand down in uh, Nationals Park as they finally play a damn game after. Last game they played was Sunday. And now all of a sudden they're back in action today. Tony had Fon Fon until Lurie took the practice away. Oh, Fon 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 till Lurie took a practice away. I love that. Now I'm hearing that local sports talk people are all pissed off at the Eagles after a story that we dealt with here on the show yesterday where some are criticizing the fact that the Philadelphia Eagles, who had two open practices for the fans last year, cut it back to one open practice this year. And what they've done is they've decided to charge people $10 for a ticket to go to the open practice in August, only one at Lincoln Financial Field. And by the way, the regular practices over at the uh, complex, the Novacare complex, they will allow fans, but they'll be select fans. So season ticket holders, they'll get a chance to see other practices. But for the general pop- population, going to an open practice is something that teams, the Washington Redskins, by the way, years ago, were charging people to go to open practices. For multiple game, multiple open practices, not just one. So it's not that they're charging you the $10, which we covered on this show yesterday. What they're doing is they're going to take the $10, all go to autism research. And the people complaining about this are ridiculous. These are the same people, as we pointed out yesterday, that when they were getting their free tickets online, because that's what they did last year. They made them available online, and you go and get your ticket, and you get the barcode, and you'd have to have a ticket even though it was free to get in. This way they can keep it orderly because they don't know how many people are going to show up, so they wanted to make sure everybody had a ticket. And they didn't charge for parking, and they did two open practices last year. So this year, they do one, as I mentioned, the $10 fee is going to go to charity. And we have people on the radio in the city ripping the Eagles. And you know me, I'm no apologist for management on any sports team. But they're ripping the Eagles, suggesting that that they're mistreating the fan base by having only one open practice. Well, guess what? Open practices aren't... For fans, practice isn't for the fans to watch. Practice is not a right. Practice is something they allow you to come and see one time. Or you can watch and get the media comments. Sitting in the stands drinking, watching guys practice and sweat on a field in August is not your right. It's something that the teams and all teams allow their fans to do. So to suggest that the Eagles are somehow depriving fans who don't know if a football is inflated or stuffed or have any idea what's going on in the field or who somehow think they're smart enough to look at the plays that are being run in a practice are being deprived of anything? That's just stupidity. Am I wrong? Is, is it a right to go to practice? No. Yeah. It's an op- it's a, Just because they did it before up at Lehigh, remember when they were up in Lehigh, they weren't near the medical facilities. You know, they had to ship everything up there to do their practices. Right. And they were on a college field. And so they allowed the fans to stand around and watch because people would drive all the way up to Lehigh to do it. Now, people drive down to the stadium for the open practice, but at least they know what day it is. There yeah. were people who would drive up there just to go one time to go see Eagles open practice because they had no way to close the practices 
because it was at a, at a field where people could sit in the stands or line around the fences to watch the practices. They weren't watching practices because they were breaking down the game and they're going to have their reports later on on their blogs or stupid podcasts. They were there because they were fans and they wanted to see the players exactly. up close. And they had a chance to see them up close because you were much closer to the field. So the fact that they did much more as far as open practices when they were up at Lehigh University in Allentown doesn't mean that because they're in a 60,000-seat stadium and you're sitting in the upper deck while they're practicing. We're talking about practice, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Guys sweating, guys running sprints, guys running simulated plays, and you're going to bitch about only being able to go one time and having to pay $10 while you spend $75 on overpriced drinks and food? And you're going to bitch about that? And then you're going to have honks on radio stations in this city rip the team because they're only doing one of those this year? It's really stupid. It's really, especially when they're also complaining about the $10, which is going to a good cause. It's, it's just insane. And not only that, not only that, let's look at the difference between Lehigh and here where they have to hire a bunch of police officers for traffic control because of where it's located. They have a shared parking lot with uh, the, um, the medical center down there. Uh, what are you talking about? The Eagles? The, yeah, the Eagles. The Novacare complex. Novacare They're right. Complex, it's not right. a medical. I mean, it's it's a it's well, a re, re, it's a rehabilitation right. center. So, Obviously, they have the best so, medical staff right. right nearby. And so they're sharing that. So there's a lot of other things going on at the same time down here that they have to account for. No, this they, has nothing to do with the open practice, Robin. The fact well, the availability of the building has nothing to do with no, it. No, I'm just saying that they have to hire police officers and everything. Yeah, for they, when but it, they can do that if it's one game, two, two practices, okay. three practices. You weren't listening. I am listening, and your point is not valid here. I'm sorry, Robin. Your okay. point is not valid. The reason they're doing one is because they chose to do one. Right. Not because they have they, there's an obligation to do more than one. This is, a, this is a privilege for the right. fans. I know. The fans are complaining about the $10, yet I pointed out yesterday, thanks to many people on, on the text board, and on the stream chat, that the same people who are complaining about having to pay $10 for charity were getting their tickets for free and then trying to sell them on Craigslist for their own personal right. profit. So those fans have zero say in the matter. You basically invalidate any complaint you might have. It has nothing to do with whether they have medical facilities close by or whether they have doctors, because people are at their actual practices at the Novacare complex fields. I've been there many times as a media member. They have sponsors that are allowed to go out there because they're spending a lot of money advertising. They have media members. They have season ticket holders who get a chance to go watch the practice down on the field at the Novacare Complex. Because you've been there, Robin. The Novacare Complex has those fields. They have the, the practice bubble. And so they can't allow 50,000 people there. And so people are allowed there, but not just anybody. So is that being elitist? No. You take care of your season ticket holders. You take care of your sponsors. You take care of charities. That's who goes to the practices down at the Novacare complex. That's a more intimate surrounding. But when you have 50,000 people in the real stadium and watching a practice and you're complaining about you need to see more of those practices, you're a moron. Absolute moron. It's ridiculous. How about worried about waiting? Then they complain about having to go to preseason games and paying full price to go watch a practice. That's what a preseason game is. Because a couple of days after that open practice, the Eagles will be in that same stadium hosting a preseason game against the Carolina Panthers. 
And those same people are bitching about we need to see more open practices and it's the team's responsibility are being the same people who will bitch that they got to go down the shore because it's still summer and they don't want to have to worry about missing the boardwalk in Wildwood or going to the music pier in Ocean City or going to Atlantic City because they got to go down the shore to their shore houses. They're the same people that will go to that preseason game, have to pay full price, full parking prices, full prices for everything to watch a basically an exhibition game. They will leave at halftime and complain that they've seen enough. So you can't have it both ways. That's all I'm, I'm looking for logic, Robin. That's what I do in every single thing that I think of. So don't bitch about the open practices. We're talking about practice, man. Not a game, as Allen Iverson once said so succinctly. Well, uh, we have several people pointing out that, uh, and, and we mentioned this, this Tennessee morning, Titans, I said Carolina Panthers. That, um, Thank you, Trevor. The other radio hosts in this city that are, are complaining and bitching about it, they're, all they're trying to do is get more ratings. Okay, I get it. I get you have to make the phones ring. Speaking of phones, let's get the phones open, Robin. Oh, hey. Now that we've, uh, we've gotten all of the important things that we need to get out of the way, and Fawn came by, and that was a fun segment. Should we, should we take one phone call while we're still I, – I left it on because of Fawn, because there were several people that – Did you put the phones on hold to block all the callers that come in? No, no, no. While Fawn was on, I left Periscope on. Okay. Oh, wait. We have a phone caller right now, as a matter of let's fact. Let's go to the phones, and here's the best part. Because they do this at radio stations, too. They'll put the phone lines all on hold. We only have one line. But on a radio station, when they do contests, they have a bunch of phone lines. And then they would put them all on hold. Because they, they call, then they'll say, all right, caller number 10 right now. And so that these people who want to call in advance and think they're going to be on the phone lines already ringing. You follow what I'm saying, Rob? Yes, I do. So when all the phone lines are left open at a radio station and they're doing a contest for caller number 12 or 15, people want to call in, be already on the phone, not on hold yet, but just still hearing it ring and hoping they pick you up and tell your caller one, and then they don't hang up. This is an old trick that I learned. Ah. So they'd say, caller number 10 right now, you win a famous 56 beach ball, and you get to bang one of the boss chicks later on. And so they would call in, and then the 10 phone lines would be lit up. Uh So then the DJ would hit, you're caller number one. And that instead of hanging, they they think they'd hang up, but that caller would wait on the line. Ah. And then he'd go, caller number two, number three, go all the way down, and then go back to the next one. And that person would still be there, but they didn't realize that they weren't hung up on because they do it so quickly. So to avoid that, radio stations now put all their phone lines on hold before they announce, all right, we're going to go caller number 10 right now. So when people call, then they clear the lines to give everybody a fair shot, not just the contest pigs per se. That I they used see, to call. I see. But you we follow do, me here? We have somebody right now on the line. Let's go to the phones. Enter and sign in, please. Who do we have? Hello? I hear somebody there. Hey, Trevor from the 203. It sounds a little scratchy there, Robin. Now, you got the volume correct? Now, Rob, we, Robin and I tested this last night. After we came back from the Chinese Lantern Festival... In Center City, in the rain. Not too bad. There's some background noise on this phone right now. What's the background noise? No, the Phillies game is, uh, we, there's no sound on on the Phillies game. I'm just watching it on a quiet monitor where it's 3-1 Natinals. They're in the bottom of the sixth inning now. Bottom of the seventh, I should say. So do we sound loud and clear to you? Yeah, I'm actually watching it right now. So, The only person who goes more scoreless than this is, I think, uh, Jose in Norristown. <laughs> no, come on. I'm just kidding, Jose. What up? Yeah, I, no, it is what, what up, Wayne. I don't have the sound on here, Robin, so I don't know where that noise is coming from. The sound's on the phone line. 
Robin's trying to, uh, she's efforting that right now because when Robin and I did it, I was upstairs. She called me. I called back on the phone line that you uh, and the great people out there help provide. Uh, but I want to I want to make sure everything sounds clear because you're the first caller on the new box, as we say. Oh, what's in the box? Trevor's in the box right now. Can you hear us now? I can hear you a little bit. I have more of the game going on in the, in the headset. Then turn the damn game off because we're not pumping the game down the line. How are you hearing the game? I, it's in the phone line. I'm calling you right now. All right. Well, let me see if I could take that NBC Sports app off. And see if there's any any difference now. Hold on, actually, here, hold on. Yeah, you know why you had that fader up, Robin? Okay, no, you know why? Because it's it's not up here. But it, anyway, uh, thank My you. My computer was fader was up, even though I wasn't playing anything. And so while the Phillies game was on on mute on my computer, but it computer, was on auxiliary. Exactly. So now it's perfectly clear, right? Yeah, you're. I can hear you crystal clear. That's there it. There we right. go. Okay. I, I'm not going to rip Robin because she's been working her ass off. And that's why I was wondering why it seemed a little flatter lately. But she's working her ass off to try to make this show sound professional grade, just like GMC Trucks used to be. Absolutely. What do you think of the Kevin Hayes contract? Seven years, $60 million, seven-something AAV per year. What do you think of that contract? You know, I could sit here and I can see, I can sit here and play, well, that's too much money. This guy should be only making this much a year. You know how you determine whether somebody's worth the contract is what the team is willing to pay the guy. And when a guy wants a contract and wants it redone or gets a new deal, it's all negotiated. So for me to sit here and say, because sometimes a guy signs a contract, as we have to say on the show, sometimes maybe good, sometimes, sometimes make a shit. shit. So, okay, hold, something weird's going on. So we can hear him, but... The callers can't hear? I mean, the, the audience can't audience hear? The audience can't hear him. Now, he sounds loud and clear to me. Why would it not be going out over the air? I don't know. Because so Trevor bizarre. sounds loud and clear. Hold on. Let me try. They're saying, is that Charlie Brown's teacher calling in? No, he doesn't sound like Charlie Brown's teacher. He sounds loud and clear and perfect to us. See, now, if I turn, if I turn this up, then aren't you good? Do you have an echo from us coming through? Uh, I can hear perfectly. Okay, so. I don't know crazy echo. See how this is this is trial by error. I tried everything else except for going live, testing out the phone system. And so this is a uh, this is a bizarre little situation where There's got to be a certain button on there that's not being pushed because we are here we hear Trevor loud and clear. We he each other loud and clear. He hears us loud and clear. Now Trevor, when we t- when you talk, do you, you do you hear yourself coming back? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Well, then let's just keep it that way. <laughs> Yeah, it says we can barely hear him above a whisper. So something's going on with the output portion, even though we hear him in our headsets loud and clear, perfectly clear. And so that's the one thing we didn't do last night. We should have done a live Twitch stream just to test it. Uh, we tested it by calling in. I called into the number, 215-462-TONY. Robin called me on my cell phone from the number itself, and it worked fine, loud and clear. I was upstairs. She was down here. So we all thought it was going to you know, work perfectly, and it's, it sounds good to us, but it's not going out properly for some reason. Now try that again. So, so talk again. Let's see if it's uh, going out over the air now. Hello, 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 hello. Tony, we, we, think, we think this Kevin Hayes deal is pretty good. We think we're, they, you see them, them flyers offering sheet that 22-year-old Miss Mata? I'll hang up and listen, LOL. <laughs> well, we have the hockey lines open right now, and we are doing hockey talk. Later on, we'll be doing coffee talk, and we'll have the, the great Todd Carmichael from uh, 
You know what, what, what coffee shop he runs, Robin, here in the Philadelphia area, but around the country. Remember Todd Carmichael, the guy who did that show Dangerous Grounds? And he was traveling the world looking for the world's best coffee, and he opened Le Colombe. Le Colombe coffee here in Philadelphia. It started here, and now it's spreading all over the country. Because one thing the country is short of is enough coffee shops. There just isn't enough coffee available to satiate the caffeination needs of the American public. I'm sure that's the same situation up there. By the way, speaking of Connecticut, the one thing we learned on the show, and I want to thank David Portnoy of uh, of Barstool Sports, the Stool Presidente, for his latest uh, pizza review that he does, because he was up there in Connecticut, in Clinton, Connecticut, and he went into a pizza place, and it was called Something A Pizza. And then he brought the owner out, and he, he did it perfectly clear. The term is a pizza. And there's pizza places in that part of Connecticut that understand what it all means. Because whenever Luigi and I, who have Italian parents, would always talk about, let's get a pizza. We didn't say, let's go get a pizza. We would say, let's get a pizza. A pizza. And that's when you see those places up in your neck of the woods in Connecticut. Their signs will say, Sarah's a pizza. But it's not pronounced Sarah's a pizza. It's pronounced Sarah's a pizza. You understand that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. New Haven pizza, French kiss, full trip to Flavor Town. I like to say it's the best pizza in the Northeast anyway. Now, have you been up to to, uh, Sally's a pizza? I have not, but I will be making my trip up there this weekend anyway. I got to do investigative reporting. Now, how far are you from the 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 Clinton area down there on the shore? What do they call that? The... Uh, Well, it's worth it if you're going to get a good piece. So, I mean, and some pizza, too. I mean, I I would drive an hour for a good piece myself. I usually do that when I go up to um, no free ads at Sally's or um, Pepe's. I usually do that if I want to, if I want to do it on the weekend. So, It's getting better now. People are saying it's getting better. It's getting better all the time. It's still low and slow and slow. That's how I posted that question. Did you answer my Twitter question this morning? I have not because I've been working my ass off, you know. Got to make that money over here. Because uh, the, question, my hustle. the question that I posted this morning, and it wasn't a poll or any of those other dumb things. It was just one of the nagging questions on my mind when I awakened on this beautiful What Up Wednesday where the humidity is very high. Low and, low and slow or slow and steady, you make the call. Low and slow or slow and steady. Hmm. I feel low and slow, something that Jim Kenny would say. I, I'm more of a slow and steady guy. So, Robin, low and slow, or slow and steady. Uh, sorry, Tony, I'm 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 doing slow and steady here on the uh, <laughs> the turning of the volume. So, <laughs> not hard and fast. Uh, not uh, exactly. you know, I don't want to blow anything out by doing it hard exactly. and fast. I have to. Now we know. have a we have a we have a follower of ours who calls himself low and slow. And that refers to cooking. You know, when you cook ribs or anything that's a quality meat product on the grill? Because I had a lot of inquiring, a lot of people inquiring about, are you talking about sex or are you talking about cooking? Because low and slow is normally used by the great, the great beef masters. You know, the, the guys who do the great ribs and all the rib challenges and all the, the, the outdoor barbecuing and, spe- and the smoking, the smokers. Smokers, you know, they're doing it low and slow, low heat. But slow cooking, that's the that's way to do it. do it. Not slow and low. Yes. 
They they passed a law. You cannot buy cigarettes up in Connecticut until you're 21. Yeah, you can smoke weed though. Any you can smoke weed anywhere you want. You can buy a jewel. Now they're trying to get rid of the jewels too. Not the one who used yeah, to sleep trying. in the, not the one who used to sleep in the car and when she was homeless in a parking lot. <laughs> not that jewel. No. no, the jewel like the jewels. You you have to wait till you're. Tw- they're trying to pass a law here. You have to buy them until you're 21. That's why people. That's why people are running out of Connecticut, thanks to Chris Murphy and all the other politicians up there who are destroying the once bucolic Bristol area and the entire great state of Connecticut. That's why David Letterman. That's why David Letterman used to rip Connecticut every night on the Late Show. Remember? Yeah, I always do. I always. I know. I know why people leave Connecticut. Ask the Carolina Hurricanes. Exactly. Exactly right. The whale will never die, man. Neither will Brass Bonanza. But they still have them. They have a minor league team, don't they, that plays the Brass Bonanza? Yeah, the Rangers minor. Yeah, the Rangers AHL team, the Hartford Wolfpack, where they still play Brass Bonanza. But they don't play in the mall anymore, do they? They they play at the Civic Center. That's still up there. Beautiful, man. I used to love going to watch the Whale play when I was at ESPN in the 90s. We'd go up there. Then we would go see the Hardware City Rock Cats. 